Hey, friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, Let's start, start the show. Okay. What was? Did you, I don't know if you guys heard that weird sound, but I don't know what it was. So I had to go to the machine again. Just to address um, what was that sound portion of this episode. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's the blue one coming on. It's okay. a ghost. Yep. Oh, I turned it down just in time. Oh, another one came on. So um, it, it didn't ghost the whole time we were sitting here that I noticed. Yeah. So the, the there's little technical um, difficulties happening within the mixer. So um, to anyone else who wants to buy a a Rode, you know, Rode, it's a Rodecaster Pro. The Rodecaster Pro. Don't leave it in your truck in the cold. It, and it hasn't been, just it, so you know. It seems to be, ever since then, it seems to be temperamental. Right. It, since then, I haven't kept it, like, I've brought it inside every time. Okay. It's just... It's like a like a pet, you know, bring them inside, they're cold. Yeah, it's like having a pet. That's yeah. what I, how I think about my um, uh, guitars. You know, I have to water them. There's a little... Oh, yeah, that's right. ...humidifier that I have to have to keep. The, they're, it's like a plant, at least, you know? You can't leave a plant in the cold. It's, it'll die out there. It will. I mean, like a house plant. Yeah, that's like fall and winter. That's what happens. So welcome to... Um, <laughs> 62. Peep, um, episode 62, where we're like better than we've ever been, but still forgetting <laughs> simple stuff, like tripods and... All, I mean, all kinds of stuff. There's never yeah. like 100% accuracy Mm-mm. for us. No, there's not. But we get it done. Well, and the That's thing the is, thing. is like yesterday we had a lot of good ideas for what we want to talk about on this podcast. I guarantee we forget one or two, and then we'll remember and then forget again. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's going to happen. The first one that I, I want to remember, and I just kind of want to just start the podcast with, mm-hmm. the, I guess the way to int- intro it is we, we talked a couple weeks ago about starting a trivia night. Trivia night, yep. And so it's going to be... Um, I get to show you. Okay, you explain what's happening. Okay. And I'm going to show you the logo I made last night uh, for perfect. the advertising. Okay, okay. so I'm going to grab it while you're talking. Okay, so here's the lowdown on Trivia Night. If you are in and around or willing to travel to Great Falls, Montana on a Tuesday night from 6 p.m. until about 8.30, I think we're going to do like two and a half hours, we, Brian and I, are going to be hosting this here trivia night and we're going to call it last best trivia because we are going to try to win the world world record for um abusing a well-worn uh state trope or saying Mm -hmm. we want to just run it into we just want to use it so much that people when they think last best anything they have to think of brian and joe our podcast yeah so so what do you think i love it so brian's showing me now for the first time he had a sketch of it it was a sketch of a beer can that had some cool stuff on it and our logo and the Mighty Mo logo. By the way, I didn't get to that part. It's going to be at the Mighty Mo Brewery. Oh, yeah. A brewery slash restaurant. Because now, I don't know if you knew that they changed the, the license or got a, a, they I don't know if they changed a license or added on. But they were, they had to only serve you four beers and then close at 830 because they were specifically a brewery. Mm, but mm-hmm. now that they're a restaurant, they can serve other things and stay open until 10. Which, but they're they're not though. They well, at least on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, they're not. What do you mean? Stay so, open until. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna close at eight thirty. We're gonna be done at eight thirty. 
and maybe they're going to also close. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she said we, she wanted us done by 8-ish, 8.15, so that they can close out everybody's tabs and get everybody done. And then we're yeah. getting so many sponsors. So like, locally, we've been, yeah, walking around downtown area, focusing, because mm-hmm. that's where the Mighty Mo is, and there's a very good family, almost culture, where everyone likes to help everyone else out. Like, if if one business in downtown is advertising for another business, well, that's just win-win, because we they all just want people to come downtown, hang out, see how cool it is, and spend money. Because if one place gets crowded, well, then you just go walking over to the other place, which is probably a friend of theirs, and that's all good business, so... We're just helping out. We're trying to be the local uh, podcasting people that are, you know, getting to know the local businesses and maybe even being ambassadors for Great Falls in Montana, right? Which which is the whole reason I brought this up was we really wanted to give a shout out to all the people we found out, like listen and know and follow and support our podcast. And the first one I'm thinking of, because it's along the lines of what you're saying, mm-hmm. was Drew from... Yeah. Uh, Central Avenue Meats. Yeah, shout out to Drew. Yeah, and yeah, definitely shout out Drew. And he gave uh, a great description of kind of what our goal is as a podcast just by being a listener. Like he hadn't met us before. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe in passing or something, but like officially met us. Yeah. And uh, he's like, it sounds like your podcast is X, Y, and Z. And we're like, yeah. How'd you know? Yeah. And so it's cool that that's coming across. And then who were some of the other people that um, we ran into? Jen from the Electric GF. Oh, yes, that's right. Jen from the Electric, um, the news, the news um, website that we have here locally that kind of stepped into the Great Falls Tribune when they kind of closed down, sadly. And so it was really fun to meet her. And she said, um, hey, I heard the podcast. And she said that she heard it because um, of the Roadhouse and I believe the Keller guys because they're both participants in the Downtown Association. And they're all, like we said, part of that big happy family. That is the Downtown Great Falls, um, I don't know, peeps, people. Yeah. And so by (laughs) us being on, having them on the show has has kind of gotten, I think uh, that's the same reason Drew listened is because of Roadhouse. Yeah, I so think shout so. out Roadhouse and Jason and yeah, Tara thanks. and like thank you. Thanks for being so lovable and having so many cool friends that then would also be like, yeah, I'll totally listen to a thing that you're on. Like that's a true friend right there. Right, right, and and man, we're gonna forget people. Um, so there was a long list, and um, so I mean, we can. I'll still talk about trivia a little bit because we want to say how excited we are with that. I mean, because of that really good natured um, feelings towards um, what would otherwise be maybe competing businesses downtown. Everyone was just so happy to talk to us and say, Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, and you're doing it at, you know, Seth's place, you know, the mighty Mo. Oh, cool. I like him. And yeah, tell him I says hi. And we'll, we'll absolutely give you guys $10 or $20 or $25 a night for the next seven weeks. So, you know, they're giving us uh, a cool amount, like a big amount of gift cards. So, right. So, I mean, as far as the trivia night is concerned, our trivia night is going to be pretty exciting because, I mean, we're going to have I'm, some cool prizes. I was going to say, I'm not sure if there's a trivia night that's that's been in town. And we're not trying to, like, compete or anything. Um, of course, we're going to be better, but we're not trying to compete. Just way better. Yeah, but nobody's competing. No competition, about, for sure. Like, yeah. They're not saying, like, best in the name or anything. Like, we're not doing that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then making um, it limited, like, the last one. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. So I don't know how many prizes, like, people have given out. But 
we're, like the first place team is looking at. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be close to three hundred bucks. Yeah, we're hoping of, of that downtown gift cards. Yeah, you come with your your team of four to six people, and you guys are maybe if you win, going to divvy up about. We're hoping to get to about three hundred dollars. We're about halfway there already, and then like some of them are just like not confirmed, but have already been like, yeah, we'll give you something. And that does not include the second place prize. I yeah. mean, there's going to be some money for the second place table, which yeah. is it, 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 the second place will be close to a hundred bucks. It'll be right in there, and it'll be easily divisible on your team yeah you'll be able to like we're getting a prize for everyone every team every member of the team yeah that's an equal amount yeah you won't have to share a, a drink with right six straws and, and so it's going to start Feb- this show you're listening right now sometime after february 3rd february 3rd is when this that we're recording right now comes out mm-hmm. And so you'll have 12 days to, to clear your calendar for Tuesday night because we're going to start on the February 15th. Yeah. And yep. then we're going to go for seven weeks because then like spring, summer starts picking up. And so we'll stop for a little bit. And then hopefully what will happen is some, sometime in the fall, we'll pick back up again. Yeah. That's what we're hoping. We'll see how she goes. We've never done a trivia night um, like this before. We've just decided to create one from scratch, not mm-hmm. use any other sort of service or anything like that. Um, but just because, you know, how hard can it be? Not, I mean, no offense to people doing it as a profession. Right. <laughs> but like we, were, we, Brian and I, with our backgrounds, with, looked at the thing. We're like, how hard could this be? We're just going to have a fun get together and get to talk with people. We do that. And, and I have a feeling by like week seven, we're going to we're gonna be running. I mean, we're not going to, but it's going to be more difficult. We'll start like running dry on trivia questions, right? Like, I mean, maybe. It's, it's pretty easy to kind of Google stuff and, and go from there. But we're going to have some cool categories like beer and Montana and Marvel and survival skills. Maybe Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the, oh, you know what I was thinking is we could, because everyone's, if they went to school in America, they, they, uh, they studied Greek Greek history, <laughs> mythology. Right. I, I went to seven. I went to like not seven, but I went to three or four different schools, and I remember always showing up, like right as they started that part, and I'm like, okay, Poseidon, I, I got it. You know, these people aren't real. Why do we have to memorize them? Right. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's like having to memorize like all of the characters of calvin and hobbes well that's a bad example because there's only a few characters yeah it's like it's like (laughs) trying to remember all of joe's personal um dreams he's had at night for a month or imaginary friends like if i had like 30 imaginary friends because somebody just like or a group of people just made it up yep they just made it up and they're like these are cool names and they you know (sighs) this one's the sun god like they just looked around and like oh this one's the coffee god Mm mm-hmm this and, one's the roadcaster god. And if you are like a devout, you know, t- church goer of one of those gods, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, I mean, if that's your thing, you, I like that we're in America and you can totally worship Zeus if you want to, man. Mm-hmm. Good, more power to you. That's a, what, I mean, I shouldn't, I should not I, at all look down on anyone doing anything like that because <laughs> what do I know? Right. Nothing. But but like it goes into the lines. I don't, uh, you know, a lot of uh, religious people in America also were like, you know, keep keep prayer in school, keep God in school. And it's like, well, I, I see what you're, you're getting at. Mm-hmm. Like you want the values and the morals and the, and the um, you know, goodness that's supposed to come with it. But 
like we we're in America. We should be we should be free. We're just hinting at this. We're just hinting at the what we're going to get into. Yeah, right. We're going to be getting into stuff, and I don't, I don't know if it's fair to transition yet because I do want to just like look, kind of just rattle off businesses that okay, are, that are taking care of us on trivia night. Okay, um, so Candy Masterpiece. That was the first one I was going to mention too. Sorry to take the thunder, but oh, you she, did. She was really nice, and she was on top of it. Like most people, are like, hey, can you come back? She was like. Wait one. And, got, and yeah, $10 a piece. Here's seven of them. Oh, no, a bag of candy and six $10, $10 gift, gift cards. cards. We were yeah. like, whoa, thank you. Um, so thanks so much, Candy Masterpiece. And if you haven't been in there or haven't been in there in a while. I hadn't been in there in a while. Treat yourself. Right, because just walking in, the smells and the, the looks remind you of, like, childhood. Yeah. I was telling her, like, my 11-year-old, it's still one of her favorite places to go. Yeah. Like, do you want to go to the park or do you want to go to the museum or do you want to go to the candy store? And she's yeah. like, um, <laughs> I don't need to think about this candy store. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they have, I, I raised the question while we were in there. If you're a candy store owner, mm-hmm. have you tried all the candy? Cause there's, there's so much candy. I don't even know. I was yeah. going to say like millions, but then that's just like over exaggerating. Seems but like a lot. Yeah, yeah. but there's it's like six hundred. I don't know what I would guess. Like, how it's, it's got to be more than six hundred. Be- if if you break up, like flavors, right? The flavors, okay. the flavors of things. I, I would say you probably get into five, five figures inside there. Okay, but anyways, anyway, yeah, we love so, that whole place, that whole business. Um, the in cahoots lady was nice to us. And, and actually and gave us some good tips. Yeah, gave us good tips. Um, weren't they didn't have any gift cards and, and, and weren't in a place right now to to give that? Yeah, I to, think to support the the trivia night. But they she, were really nice. And yeah, she just got hit up by like seven other trivia yeah. night people. <laughs> and that, that's the problem. Like we're trying to be super respectful when we're asking because lots of people hit up downtown businesses. Yeah, because downtown is so easy to just walk into you know fifty places, so they mm-hmm. get hit up a lot. Yep. And so so Candy Masterpiece. I'm trying to like move down the road, but I can't remember where everything's at. Brush Crazy, we're still waiting to hear from them. Central Avenue Meets, Drew, we already gave a shout out. The other cool thing is we are going to do a podcast with Drew. We kind of arranged that where we're going to like butcher a cow. Oh, with a meat cutting class. Right. He's going to give us like a meat cutting class. I don't think we're going to record too much during that part, but then like do a podcast like talking about what we just did. It'll be... I think it'll be a, a better podcast if we're not trying to podcast wall cutting. Gosh, I wish we could get one of our friends to come and um, just like record it, like just have like on on the scene cameramen with. with oh the, right, with we're, the we're definitely well, yeah, we're definitely going to have some cameras set up and stuff. But um, yeah, one day. Keep if you're listening, I know I'm thinking about setting up that meeting, and we got to sit down with you, sir, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Yeah, right now you're working for free, but if you want to be part of something that's like literally growing mm-hmm. and, and popping off the hook right now, mm-hmm. this is the this is the time to get in. So um, let's see. Oh, Albanco, they were nice enough to um, say that they'd be interested. Uh, thanks for letting us again record here yeah. today. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. Looking at Jesse brewing and roasting right now, getting his roaster ready to. I'm probably going to have some background noise. Yeah. Roaster going. Which is good. I need some distraction after thinking that the one lady was her sister because they look, <laughs> I mean, to me, like not having them side by side, it's the same person. Yeah. 
So anyways, sorry. Yeah, it is it is the same person. Sorry, Jesse's aunt and mom or whatever that <laughs> relationship is. I'm sorry. Um, Albanco. Uh, oh my! And I kind of need a color geist. They're giving us uh, coupons for sausages. We're gonna. Yeah, we t- we were like, hey, what if you just gave away like a sausage coupon and and maybe with a beer? I don't know what they're gonna do, but they seem super like excited to do something like that. Like, who doesn't want to give away a sausage? If someone gave me like a free sausage coupon. I mean, I I just put that in my wallet and be like, I could almost taste the sausage mm-hmm. in my mouth now. Right. And I just want to eat it. I don't know what it is about a good kielbasa or maybe uh, a good, uh, and they have like spicy, spicy mustard. Like, I'm hungry, yeah. I think. You probably are a little hungry. Just thinking about it. I might have to go to the Keller guys today. <laughs> I, I do want to mention that not someone that gave us gift cards, but she gave us stickers and we already kind of mentioned Jen. But we're gonna we're thinking about doing a podcast with her as well. We're oh, still yeah. doing an article on the electric GF, and we'll do a podcast and kind of feature each other on it. Yeah. If you don't know, um, it's it's like an online newspaper. She writes articles about things going on in Great Falls, and uh, she was already following us. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was right? one of the people that was like, "Hey, you know, I saw that you had gone on Kellergeist and Roadhouse," and I was like, "You know, oh, interesting." And so took a listen, and so that's awesome. Um, Central Avenue Meats, they're going to give us stuff. Um, Adam and Eve, we're still waiting on them. Mm-hmm. Some uh, fun gift, you know. Downtown Association will be, we'll be throwing down. Be- downtown Association, um, Kelly, they're being very generous. Yeah, and she sat and talked to us for a while. Gave us some good tips. Good and, tips, yeah. people to talk to that we haven't gotten already. The um, Montana store, Montana... The Montana, I think it's called Montana Mosaic. Mosaic, you're right. It's inside the um, Times Central Square building. Which, what was the other place in there? Because they're going to do something, right? Oh, that was called uh, Bass Cleft. Um, Yeah, and they're going to do something. Music school. I just didn't have it in my notes, so I'm glad we got there. Yeah, I think they said they might come up with like a, I don't know, who knows, like a first lesson free. I don't know what that is. Um, Pizzazz. Uh, they they threw down right away, kind of like Kingdom Masterpiece. They gave us the gift cards like right away. Oh yeah, um, Kaufman's, N Bar, N Bar. Um, they already stepped up and and gave stuff. And N Bar and the Blocker, the same ownership, and so yep. you can use that gift card at either one. Mm-hmm. You can have a fancy schmancy cocktail and then a like otherworldly sort of grilled cheese sandwich with right. lob- lobster in it. Oh, so good. We Damn. have to go to the block. I haven't been there in a while. Um, Fire Pizza. We went in there and... Uh, oh, that guy was so nice. He was super nice. Grady, um, the the head manager there, he was super nice, the general manager. Yeah. And so he's going to do stuff. Uh, Crooked Tree. Yep. Uh, they're always nice. We've recorded in there before, too. Yep. Um, Grinder Soup. Oh, man. And so <sighs> I didn't even know Grinders existed. Should we drop the... Yeah. Drop, drop the oh, hot drop scoop now? Yeah, oh, gosh. Right now. Okay, so, so okay, guys. Listen, if you were a um, fan of JJ's Bakery, you need to perk, perk your ears up, okay? Cause perk them right now. JJ's Bakery was beloved. Um, their, their scratch-made soups, a lot of their baking goods, the sandwiches they made um, were amazing. And so I was just talking to the gentleman that runs those places because we ran into him at uh, Burger Bunker, which is he also owns and runs that one. Yeah, so Burger Bunker and Grinder are connected. Right. So they're yeah. at the same place now. Mm-hmm. And and Grinders is this futuristic looking place. It's just a sandwich shop. You know, it, it I, you 
I was thinking that it was a posh bar or something like that right. when I went in and I was like, oh wait, this they're just serving subs here. But we talked to the guy and he was like, they're, they've got a um, farm to loaf bread. So the bread you're eating is farm to, lo- farm to loaf. I was and like- It was four different breads. I can't remember all of them. One of them was a sourdough. Okay. And made, but the, the farm is here in Montana. And the thing that really got me because uh, he said, oh, scratch-made soups. And I'm like, oh, yeah, great, scratch-made soups. That's, I mean, I like that. That shows you're not just pouring it out of a can there, guy. But then he said, those are the same recipes from JJ's Bakery. So we got all those. Those are all the recipes that are now these sandwiches and these soups. And I yeah. was like, oh, why am I just hearing about this now? we got to spread the word. Right. JJ, and, JJ's yeah. Bakery is basically back in a very small form called just grinders? Gr- grinders soup, maybe? Grinders? Right next to Burger Bunker downtown. Yep. yep. And so if you're looking for JJ's, because so so this was a bomb for me. Is like I didn't even know they had closed down because I uh, we were walking around downtown. I was like, oh, we got to go into JJ's. I haven't been there forever. Oh, yeah. And Joe's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I had to break the news to him. But then just a couple of days later, we walk in to talk to Burger Bunker. Um, burger bunker and he's like jj's is back baby and yeah he's like you can totally tell everybody that we have all the recipes up here and farm to loaf bread is what everything's on and so that's all pretty cool Mm -hmm. um that that's all i have on my list uh well there's still a few that we're going to talk to i'm pretty sure fifth and wine will do something lobby bar um and then if you're out there and somehow you're listening and you're a downtown business and you want to take part, all of these businesses that are giving, we're going to tag them in every time we advertise about the trivia night. And so, and then also on trivia night, of course, we're going to go through and when we're giving out prizes, we're going to list every business and how yeah. amazing they are and what cool things you can get with your gift card. Yeah. And so, I think, and I think, and you'll probably agree, but maybe not, but I think like we should, we'll be open to gifts up until week seven you know oh yeah yeah if you miss the first couple weeks and you want in like we'll totally add yeah and so it'll only like grow by week seven hopefully we can just like yeah have the buzz happening and then maybe the charlie russell museum will like donate like some original prints (laughs) and so here's here's the deal like the word's getting out already pretty quickly Mm -hmm. about this trivia night and um, we still have to get some approval stuff through. I know. We're but, not, I don't feel like we're 100% approved on the night. <laughs> right. So I almost shared something on our Instagram about the ad. And I was like, ooh, I should probably wait because they, yeah. they haven't like 100% approved everything. The blessing. The final. But yeah. it kind of has to go through now. We've yeah. gotten so many sponsors that like <laughs> yeah, we just it's going to happen. It. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. We're assuming the sale here. Yeah. But the reason I'm saying this is like so many people know about it right now. Mm-hmm. We already have like four or five of the tables are going to be taken. So it starts yeah. at six. You're probably going to want to get there at like five or five thirty, yeah, which is sure. cool because it's happy hour. Because I think when I counted, if you if there's all teams of six, then I think there's only room for like 11 teams. Yeah, like like 60, 66 people is about all we're going to be able to do. You, you, There'll be like standing room I might, for you to kind of watch it go on. And we might be able to do the upper level. It's you gonna know? be so hard to do it up there. It'll be hard to hear if you're in the back, though, and yeah, yeah so so it, it, somewhere around sixty, we're gonna have to cap it, and so like get there early if you wanna if you wanna be in on it, and start thinking of your team right now. Yeah, uh, teams of four to six, there'll be about ten or eleven teams, and uh, the way we're gonna do it is you'll have a whiteboard at your table, mm-hmm. and all of the answers pretty much are gonna be A, B, C, or D. Yeah, 
and then Joe and I will keep score every round. We're going to have, you know, six, seven rounds. Every round we'll have eight to 10 questions, depending, because some of the questions may be like, watch this video and tell us this actor's name or, you know, what mountain range is this? And so they might take a little longer. So mm -hmm. somewhere between eight and 10 questions, six and seven rounds, and uh, we'll keep score and we'll keep them updated in between every round. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you can win several hundred dollars of downtown gift cards. Um, these and, and we haven't had anybody say, like, here's a 10% off coupon. Not like yet. everybody's giving like cash. Yeah. And so it's not even that you have to like go there and spend money. The, the trick is we want you to. We yeah. want you to go support downtown and we want Great Falls to grow and we want people to know how cool it is. We want you to use hashtags when you're in the places and, and at them on your story on Instagram. Uh, but, but that's not going to be a requirement. Like you just, nope. you can just go in and buy a coffee. And so that, that was the cool thing about Grinders is he said it costs about 15 bucks to eat here. I want everybody to get a meal. Yeah. And so he's giving us $15 gift cards yeah. for every week. So, And so you'll be able to actually go in there, eat a whole entire meal, and not have to pay a dime. Yeah, and don't worry. I mean, before the 15th, I will guarantee you that Brian and or I, I mean, both or just one of us, will definitely have eaten more than one of these sandwiches. So we <laughs> right. can tell you whether right. or not, you yeah. know, you, how, how excited you should be. Well, and that, that's what happened at Fire Pizza, right? We yeah. walked in there to get the gift cards, and I was like, wait, Joe, have you had the honey badger? Mm -hmm. And you're like, no. And I was like, okay, we should probably eat. <laughs> and I didn't even have my wallet. I think, it was, I think you it just was said, whole thing. can you possibly eat? Because yeah, we should. And, <laughs> and, and um, so that's probably like the fourth time I've had that pizza. Mm. Uh, the first time was last year on my anniversary. We, okay. My wife and I did, um, did lunch there. Mm -hmm. And the waitress said, hey, you should try the honey badger. And we're like, okay. We, we tried that and maybe like the Thai pizza or something. They yeah. both were amazing. But the honey badger is such a different kind of pizza. Yeah. The other pizzas are like pizzas, right? They're, they're very savory, very flavorful at fire. Yeah. But honey badger was just, what, what does it have on it? It's like a different kind of cheese. I don't, I don't know. It, it seemed like, yeah, they probably mixed some cheeses, if I had to guess. Probably some mozzarella, probably some... Uh, some like like provolone, maybe. There, there's something with, sure. a, with a little bit of like kind of tartness in it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a, a very thin salami yeah, type very meat. very thin salami. Like, what is that? Cabara? Cabanera? What is it called? Mm, it almost... Capaccio? It almost it tasted like... Oh, I know what you're talking about, but it almost tasted like just regular salami. You right. know what I mean? Just like the summer sausage that you just, right. if you could cut that like a paper like thin. Like paper thin. Yeah. And put that on a pizza. Which is, which is like, I wish I could think of the name right now. And I don't even want to Google it because I think it's funnier that I don't know the name. So we'll call it Capaccio. I know what you're talking Which is about. also a famous actor. It's like the best. It's Leonardo like Capaccio. It's like a really thinly cut cured bacon style meat. I know, yeah. I know what you're talking And you roll it. Oh, it's so just delicious. My brother, my brother loves it. And then you can get those little cheese sticks wrapped in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You buy it that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it has a little basil then, leaf in there maybe. Like right. a little fresh base on and then and then on top is honey of the pizza on top of the pizza is honey yeah i'm gonna try this because i make pizza and i was like how can i mean it's just a i can probably get that thin of a slice of some sort of cured meat right you know it's definitely not a pepperoni flavor but definitely more of that summer sausage you know tang or whatever so so the meat would definitely be on a um what are those boards called 
Charcuterie. A charcuterie board. It would definitely be on one of those. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of meat it is. Yeah. Like you would see it on there next to the grapes and the olives and the cheese. It would be right there. Yeah. They know what we're talking about. They got it. Okay. So I think we listed all the businesses. Again, if you're a business and you're listening to this, uh, follow us on Instagram. We're probably already following you. If not, we will. Yeah. And uh, just message us on there and let us know that you want to be a part of it too. And we'll swing by. We're, we're like twice a week right now. We're just kind of mm-hmm. going downtown. We're brainstorming. We're meeting people. We're networking getting these gift cards and so it's been it's just been fun it's been fun i saw at first i was like you know a little nervous because Mm -hmm. it occurred to me that i i haven't actually done this exact sort of event before Mm -hmm. and i I thought well dang it there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve here and there and and i'm going to have to go walk into businesses and say hello to them you know and you know what do you call that um, walk the pavement. Walk the beat. Walk the beat. You know, pound the pavement. Pound, pound sand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do that sort of work. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is gonna be fun. But it was like, not only did did we get a lot of positive um, people saying, Yeah, man, I'd, I'll I'll participate. We also got to have people say, Hey, I heard your podcast. Right. Like, Whoa, really? Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and also telling us like we've heard other, you know, young podcasts. Mm-hmm. The quality is not where yours is at. And that's a great compliment. Yeah. Right. They they said we're, um, we're bringing some, it feels like we're bringing quality, you Mm -hmm. know, to the podcast game here in great falls, which I agree with. Um, As do I, I mean, with not an, not an ounce of ego, I would say that we're just the best. (laughs) (laughs) The last best conversation you're ever going to hear. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so that's that's all of that. We we need to let's transition. transition. Let's transition. I wrote a transition song. I was thinking, what can I? Let's play the song while I. Uh, Is it on here? This one? I don't think I got it over there, but I can. No, like here. But yes, that volume. Yes. Yeah. So um, this song you'll hear. Um, Brian will probably use this in a video. A little montage of us doing our thing here. The montage is going to be about us, um, like kind of setting up for the podcast, and it's it's a good uh, segue into Absolute Aid to say we both tried the focus. That's why this podcast seems so focused right now. Yeah, I was just just noticing how um, how quick all of my intelligent ideas are coming straight <laughs> to my talking. And talking piece of my face. Right. They, yeah, they're coming right to that hole in your head that makes sound. And I can't uh, think of the word, but we're so focused on and, it. And after I tried one of these um, focus CBD gummies, gummies. Uh, from Absolute Aid, then I composed this with with mm. Brian going, mm. Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Oh, I do like that. Maybe a little more bassy. Maybe a little less of this. Maybe a little. And then we came up with this. Bam. It was, it, and it was fun. The one thing I do want to do so that we can start this as um, when we have you know sponsors or whatever, mm-hmm. we're we're completely open and honest. We yeah. always have been, but this is this is going to be an opportunity to really share that because when I first tried Absolute Aid, mm-hmm. it's. Kind of, I've had other CBD things before. Yeah. It was a little shocking to me. The flavor was a little shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of went, woo, woo, right? You were like, mm. you know. I had an honest reaction for sure. Right. And, and so I just want to say that like, yes, it, it's not the best tasting gummy you're ever going to put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But 
that's kind of how you know that it actually has CBD in it. You know, <laughs> so I, yeah, so I reacted in a in a way that made you think like probably doesn't prefer that flavor, right? And I and I don't. However, <laughs> growing up with a dad who is into health food style things, that healthy flavor mm-hmm. did kind of yeah, I, I, it did kind of bring me back to my childhood and give me like a little bit of like. Um, just that feeling of like, the, the, someone probably did this for my health and not to just get me to buy a thing. So I was when, when I first started working out and trying to lose weight, but also gain muscle, you get into the protein shake thing. Oh right? yeah, we all do. Yeah. And so ev- everybody is like, oh, whey protein, whey isolate protein, whey, you know, whatever, whatever kind of protein you're into. Um, yeah. On days I don't work out, I just do, um, it's called PB2. Have you heard of the PB2? It's like powdered peanut butter. Uh, I just put that instead yeah. of a protein shake. Um, but when I was doing all that research, one of the guys that I was watching on YouTube said, if your protein shake tastes really good, it's probably not doing what it's supposed to. Right? He's like, there's probably too much sugar or um, artificial sweetener. There's all this stuff that's going to detract from the actual. So, like, he's like, don't go out and try to find the worst tasting one. That doesn't mean that, that you know, the best tasting one and the worst tasting one don't mean they're the, the best and worst or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But if all they're doing is trying to hide the flavor of the product, that's, that's all the benefit you're going to get from it, too, is just a better flavor. And, and so, anyway, none of this is to say that it tastes horrible and you can't eat it. It's just to say, like... It isn't the best tasting. You're not eating a gummy bear. This is actually to to add um, health benefits to your life. And so we took it right before this podcast. And as you can tell, the sounds coming out of our noisemaker on our head are good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe let me try to, because it's been more than 30 minutes since I've taken it. Mm-hmm. What do I notice? Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do notice something. I mean, maybe it's the placebo effect, which is a real thing, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I did. I smoked a little bit of weed before I came here, so I was kind of worried that I was. I would be kind of like foggy-brained at first. Yeah. But I composed this whole song, you know, just like in, and usually, that's not always the gear I'm in. You right. know, sometimes I'm just like, let's plug in the stuff, let's push record, let's start slowly. But today, actually, I was kind of, you know, we got well, we got this done. Right. I mean, so right. we're gonna we're, we'll use so, it as so a, here's here's the transition song that Joe wrote. Yeah, so this transition song is brought to you by Absolute Aid, um, <laughs> which which they actually don't sponsor <laughs> us. Just so, like we're just kind of practicing right now. They all they all they do is give you guys a discount, and they're nice guys. They're yeah. always like commenting on our stuff. So and and thanks, guys. they like personally message me and say, "Hey, is there anything we can do to to make your life better?" And I'm just like, "I love you." We should meet. Yeah. Meet me for a beer. Wait, yeah. where do they live? They live like in Wisconsin. Like mm. they live on the East Coast. Okay. They live over that way. Because it's, it's equally as cold as it is here most of the time. That's what I've noticed. I, I think it's Wisconsin. Okay. Well, I would visit Wisconsin. That would be sweet. It would be a fun trip. So to transition onto our next, uh, so this transition onto the next subject, music, <laughs> is brought to you by Absolute Aid, but just for fun. Because they're cool. Let's talk about something else, Brian. I think we should talk about something else, Joe. Uh, Okay. Mm. 
And what are we transitioning to, Joe? Well, we're going to do this thing where we try to talk about stuff that's going on <laughs> right now. Um, and we'll do it in such an intelligent way. <laughs> we're going to talk about things and stuff. Things. That's what we're transitioning to because that's not what we've been doing previously. No. Um, no this is all new. Um, so we're going to talk about the two subjects. We were just like, okay, here's two subjects. Um, they're super fresh in the news. Let's just try to do a little bit of like, well, let's read up and see, form an opinion about it. Um, try to look at, at, at all the stuff we can in the one night we gave each other to, right, right. to do it. Um, and so Brian took the this controversy with um, Joe Rogan and how um, Neil Young was just like, you know what, Joe Rogan's been saying some stuff and it's either Joe Rogan or me on Spotify. So since they're not ever going to let Joe Rogan go there, he was like, well, I want you to cancel all my music. And then, you know, and all the, so there's a news around that. that. And then there's news around the Canadian truckers. Um, so I, I took the Canadian trucker subject and um, then that's that's those are the two subjects so so which one do we want to tackle first and then i think we should um play a shorter version but we should do the transition music when we go to the next subject too hilarious okay let's do that so which one do you want to do um let's do let's talk about the joe rogan controversy Ooh, i like that a little bit spicy. Yeah, a little spicy. So, so you you kind of you kind of um, you gave us a good intro already. You've already built it up. Mm-hmm. But so what I did when I was doing my research is I there was a previous conversation that you and I had actually about um, vaccinations and information and misinformation and and you had you had said well where are you getting your information right and I was like huh eh. and so this time I was being aware of which. Uh, news organizations and which articles I was reading. And so the first one is Fox Business, okay. which which is going to be right-leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it does is it, it, it so it's cool. Uh, they're just, there's, there's not a lot of opinion in this one. That's why I liked it. And it's okay. mainly just saying Neil Young and um, Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, are pulling their music. Uh, there's also Nils Lof, Lofgren, known for collaborating with Bruce Springsteen. Niels Lofgren. Okay. And so there's those three right now that are saying, if you don't get rid of Joe, we are leaving. Off of Spotify. Off of Spotify. Deplatform him from his now. This is his platform. His, his, I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I would say he's probably part owner, right? Like he's never said that, but like the amount, the size of contract that he got to, to get off of every other platform. Mm-hmm. He, he even got off of YouTube, I think. There's still stuff up there, but he's not putting anything fresh up. Mm-hmm. It's literally just Spotify because that's how they opened up their Spotify video mm-hmm. was Joe Rogan was the feature. And so you could, so he didn't need to put things up on YouTube either because you can get the videos off Spotify. Right. And so, so these people are mad because he's bringing on guests. Um, well, let's, let's say this. Joe then retorted. And you and I both have seen the video. You're like, I might not watch the whole thing. Because you kind of get the gist about four or five minutes in. Yeah. The, the, you don't have to watch the last four minutes. I think it's like eight, nine, ten minutes, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Because he kind of repeats himself a little bit. Yeah. Um, first thing I thought was, Joe Rogan is not an attractive person. <laughs> when he just does that selfie <laughs> thing. he just does the selfie thing. Oof. He does it on purpose, though, right? Like, yeah. he's still kind of, like, he has messed up teeth like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, like, a, a weird-looking head. Mm-hmm. And he just... 
post stuff as just this, not, not naked, but like, that's what I like to say. No filter, right? Like just, mm-hmm. just naked Joe. And so he talks about, um, the reality that he's brought on guests and he, he gives the background of some of these guests that like one of them that, that was talking about COVID and the vaccination is the most published cardiologist in the history of cardiologists. Right. Right. Um, and then he talks about the other guy that has like a, um, uh, trademark, uh, it's not the right word though. I know what you mean. Like he right. helped with the like research he that brought make the vaccination. mRNA vaccinations. Right, right. And and he's on like some of those trademarks or whatever right. um, for that. And so he builds that. But then he says, I don't follow up with the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I present this side of things, which, which he then presents as the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, he has some pretty reliable sources to say that it is the truth, but it is their version right. right from their side of research and where they've landed because at, at the end of the day so, uh, some of this ends in opinion not all of it some of it is fact but mm-hmm. but some of it ends in opinion but then he doesn't he only brought on one guy so far that has the other side and sanja sanjay gupta gupta mm-hmm. which was uh, a cnn he has a contract with cnn as a doctor and he's also a brain doctor he's not like a covid doctor right but he brought right. him on and they argued a little bit, but it was actually a pretty cordial um, interview. Right. But so what he says in this video is like, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to try harder. I understand like where all these opinions come from. He doesn't, he actually like builds up. He doesn't talk about um, Nils Lovgren, which I haven't heard of this guy. Me neither. Um, but he does build up Joni Mitchell and really talks about Neil Young. He's a huge fan. Right. I'm not sure if he was trying to put a little joke, but he, he told a short story about how he was a security guard. Neil Young was playing mm-hmm. and things started going down. So he zipped up his hoodie and left like he quit his job like right there. And, and as he was going home, he listened to keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> okay. Right. And because he was like excited that he's free to just quit his job, whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, he might be a, a making... He was letting everyone else come to their own conclusions, but it is kind of uh, irony that the guy that's saying, pull Joe Rogan or I'm pulling mine, made the song keep on rocking in a free world. Yeah. So I think he was making sure everybody was aware of the irony there, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't say anything about it. He lets you come to your own conclusions. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's kind of what it is. Spotify said, you guys can go. That's kind of where they're at. And so anyway, I pulled up the Fox article Mm -hmm. and then... Oh, come on. I have, I have three articles. So one's from Yahoo, which I feel they're actually pretty middle. Okay. I could be wrong. Um, and it's just like everything you need to know. And so they've, they've, they've just pretty much said everything that I just covered. And then I pulled up one article. Um, I had one from CNN, but I'm not finding it right now. Uh, Fox, but I thought it was funny because Fox News. So the other one was like Fox Business. Mm-hmm. Fox News, their article was Joe Rogan shown support from Dwayne The Rock Johnson on video. Okay. I'm like, that's news? <clears throat> yeah. And, and so I wanted to kind of, if, if I'm anything, I'm probably leaning right. Mm-hmm. You're probably leaning left, which is like a, most, but we're both like in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I wanted to kind of make fun of quote unquote my side. I don't don't really have a side, but you. I kind of wanted to make fun of it because I'm like Fox News. Seriously, it's not news that yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You're just trying to clickbait. You're just trying to have clickbait. Yeah, and I wish I wouldn't have clicked on it to to 
bolster that, but I wanted to for the podcast. <laughs> and so in case you guys were wondering, breaking news, Dwayne The Rock Johnson supports Joe Rogan. What? What? That's crazy. <laughs> but what, what are your thoughts, Joe? Um, let's see. So because, I read- be, well, be, uh, caveat, mm-hmm. m- many, I would say between Apple and Spotify, those are our two biggest platforms mm-hmm. for us personally as a podcast. Okay. And, they, and so we have more followers on Spotify than we have on any other platform. Followers. I'm not going to say listeners because sometimes Apple beats out Spotify. Okay. But followers, we have 50 plus mm. that are on Spotify. Cool. So... I don't, yeah. So basically, if we were to threaten to deplatform, you know what I mean? Unless Joe goes, I'm not sure if it'd be more than a, I don't know if he'd even react to it with a, <laughs> with a sad face on Facebook. Right. You know? Um, what do I think about it? Let's see. So one thing that was kind of interesting was the, uh, the narrative that Joe Rogan is too big to be canceled. You know, like he can say whatever he wants. And that's right, kind of right. what's been going on. And then it was interesting because when Neil Young said that, um, I know a lot of people were like, who the heck is Neil Young, first of all? So until somebody told me, and it was, I knew by the time I watched the Joe Rogan thing, but I didn't know who Neil Young was right. when it was going on. Right. But since I've, I'm a longtime Joe Rogan like comedy fan, so I'm, mm-hmm. I've been following him for like since his, the beginning of his career, I've known that he's a huge Neil Young fan. And I was actually thinking like, oh, you know, I mean, Neil Young doesn't have any clout in the world at all, um, except for in Joe Rogan's house, <laughs> because right. Joe Rogan right. loves him. So, and, and, then I, and then I was like, oh, and then like a day later, well, no, it wasn't a day later. It was the day after Spotify, well, some news or organization was like, uh, Spotify just lost a billion dollars. I wonder if that has anything to do with such and then they were trying to make it sound like it might have something to do with neil young you know getting his stuff off of um their platform if you read the article it doesn't they were already kind of on a down everyone is you know and they actually did rebound a little bit but on the other hand they did lose a billion dollars and so joe rogan um probably was like well i don't want to be you know, it's not I don't a, want to be the blame for that. I don't want to be in that certain light. You know what I mean? Like right now. Because it right. is the number one news story. Because Joe Rogan um, gets listened to by more than any other any other person. Like uh, Tucker Carlson has an audience of maybe 4 million listeners, which is dwarves most of the others. CNNs, MSNBC, you can add mm-hmm. them all up mm-hmm. and Tucker mm-hmm. kills them. Um, but then Joe add Rogan. Tucker, yeah. then add Tucker and add them all up and put them all together. Yeah, and Joe Rogan dwarves all of Joe them. Joe Rogan is like two and a half, so he's at eleven million listeners. And they just did this; they they measured it a couple weeks ago, and it everyone was just like, "Oh my gosh, Joe, Joe Rogan has way more power than we like to admit." But well, most well, like eleven million people are listening. So, so I don't know if you remember, but. I, 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 and so uh, this this caveat, I could be wrong. Mm. I want to say like 26 million people voted, like total. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, so somewhere in there, right? It, it's not a great amount. I There's think, you know 300 million people in the United States. I think about 100 million. If I, that's that's what I'm. Okay, so maybe you could, you could be right. I, yeah, we're both on a huge hugely I'm different gonna, numbers. I'm gonna Google I'm it. We'll sure. see what Google Google but says. I'm also hugely not sure. But I was like, I, I was thinking that this last election, I was kind of proud of us. 
Because I was like, well, there's only about 200 or maybe you 300 could be, million. Yeah, now that you're saying this, you could be right. And I was like, at least 100 million of us almost oh, voted? That's pretty oh, good. Yeah, actually, it's, it's saying way more than that. Hold on. No, it's just in the headline. Let me get down to where it says it. And so while you look for that, I, I was... Uh, so my, I guess my opinion is um, I like the way Joe handled it. He was like, I admit that I could do better in these ways. Um, I have my own opinion. Um, I think that you know a lot of this is being blown up in the wrong ways and I'm being a scapegoat and blah, blah, blah. So he did defend himself a little bit. Um, but, I, but it was good. He was like, I, I acknowledge that these two people are very um, um, controversial mm -hmm. right now. So as someone who needs to acknowledge that he has 11 million people listening to him and, and taking his advice a lot, mm -hmm. um, he, he should he should know he should be aware of that and, and try to balance the people that he gives a platform you know mm -hmm. because he's he's up there saying like I'm just having a conversation I'm not saying that this guy's right or that guy's right I'm not but you kind of are when you when you mostly lean towards having those guests right it's like you're saying it without saying it and he's acknowledging that yeah he's acknowledging that because that's actually what both other news sources both other sides are doing yeah they only interview the people that are going well they're either going to bash the people that they're interviewing that are on the other side of what their opinion is or they're going to totally lift up and 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 build up and so joe rogan isn't as blatant about it but mm -hmm. when all of his guests are right leaning or yeah. or anti-vax or you know whatever you're kind of stating an opinion, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of our guests make food. Mm -hmm. What does that say about us? Yeah. We like food. <laughs> we like food. <laughs> we like food, right? And so it says 158.4 million. Good. I was I was only 130 million off. That's yeah. That's room but, for but, error. But when we when we <laughs> think about that, like of of the American voters, I'm just going to go up to to 15 million. We'll say that Joe has 15, even though it's 11. Just mm -hmm. to do simple math, like yeah. like you're looking at. 10%, right? Yeah. 10, 10% of, of voters are listening to Joe Rogan. And it's, it's less than that. We'll say 8%. 3% of the like population of the United States. That's huge. Yeah. They, they consider you a mega influencer on Instagram if you have 1 million. Yeah. Right? Like you're a mega influencer. And so now multiply that by 11. Mm -hmm. What is that? An Ultratron... Um, what was the Power Ranger when they came all together as one? Oh yeah, I don't know. The the Mega Ranger. It's probably yeah. something. And so Joe Rogan's like a Mega Ranger influencer. Yeah. And and you, you know, I I thought like our our podcast realistically is never going to be that big until right? he mentions us. Hey Joe, yeah, once yeah, once Joe Rogan, who is a listener, give us a mention. Yeah, one once of he, these days, once yeah. he mentions us, <laughs> we still aren't going to be eleven million, nah. even if. 10% would, you know what I mean? And so like, we're never going to be that big, but I did like, we do use the same platform. So I'm, I, I kind of put myself in his shoes. I'm like, I probably wouldn't have handled it the same. Yeah. It's a tough one. And, and so that's actually the thing I, I respect about him is that he does tend to handle ridicule better than most humans. And I like that example he gives. Mm -hmm. when he, he is willing, even though he doesn't do it very often, he is willing to bring controversial issues forward mm -hmm. um, and, and have those guests on. And he does handle it well. Yeah, He likes a lot of people, mm -hmm. whether they're vaccinated, unvaccinated, want to wear a mask or not, like, like he will bring them on mm. and he'll be respectful. And I, I like that. That is a good transition. Ooh. So speaking of that... Um, um, 
we're going to talk about we're going to we're going to cue up the music and talk about the next thing the next thing we're going to talk about is canadian truckers you like that Canadian truckers, uh, it's a hot, hot item right now. It is. Uh, uh, Elon Musk have been tweeting. He tweeted that they're that they're awesome or something. Uh, that he's they rule more than more than one time about Canadian truckers. So, here's the story. Here's let's the rundown. Let's get the tea. Which that will be a caveat into our next show sponsor. Yes. If we're getting the tea, mm-hmm. you you can. Um, message the show right now and get a cup of coffee for when all you have is tea and the last best conversation has a signature roast from albanco for 15 dollars. we have sold bags now bag now we have sold many many bag (laughs) (laughs) and that one bag that we sold we are very appreciative of but there's nothing i'd rather drink talking about Canadian truckers than some last best conversation coffee. From Guatemala. From Guatemala. Okay. And Albanco. So there so, you go. So, um, <laughs> Thank you, sponsor. Um, <laughs> the, this sponsor has given us a total of uh, like $15. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So this, this show actually is sponsored not by Absolute Aid. So I'm going to give this more effort then. So this, this, yep. this portion has been paid for. Yeah, okay. it, has, it has been paid for. So I hope you did your research well. Oh, you're going to be impressed. I okay, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, first of all, I watched um, something, because I found out it was Canadian, first of all, in the name. So, <laughs> so that's good research. So what I did was I found out that the, one of the biggest news organizations in Canada is called um, Global News or something like that. It's Global Something. Um, which was confusing. Why not just call it Canada News? Okay. Um, so they're the big conglomerate uh, controlled by the people in power and government and rich people, right? You can think of them like, I don't know, CNN, NBC, one of those things. I'm not sure who does that. Or who's like super like under control and you're always like worried about what sort of perception they're trying to give. Um, so their narrative is that um, Canadian truckers, bad. Mm. Um, they are led by three people. Um, one of them with the last name of King. The other one with the last name of Lecrae or Lecree. Ugh, you'll have to look that up. Um, so three of them have like... Uh, uncomfortable connections to white power stuff and just bad things, right? Okay. Then I watched uh, Tucker Carlson interview one of these truckers. Mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson thinks that they are heroes. Mm -hmm. Um, They are civics, civic rights leaders. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they should have statues built in in their honor. So here's what they're fighting for. The truckers themselves, um, a year ago, were kind of like our nurses, okay? There was hashtag thank a nurse or hashtag something something. In Canada, they had hashtag thank a trucker, started by their president, Mr. Trudeau, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. He was all, all about that. Hey, man, you got to thank a trucker because they're the ones driving the vaccinations to all of the remote parts of this and, great land. And also toilet paper. And toilet paper. Yeah. So thank them. Um, fast forward this year, okay? Um, 
so on the other side of the narrative, um, they uh, this protest is made up of 85% totally vaccinated truckers. The other 15% are don't want to be vaxxed. They, they, they do not want that, okay? And so what has happened in this last year is that even though 80, they've gotten 85% participation, they are still going to go ahead with further mandates, vaccination and mask mandates. And um, one of the mandates, for example, would be, um, so if you're unvaccinated and you go across in, in, into America like they do all the time to try to get goods and services over and across our border, um, you will have to wait. If you don't have a card saying you're vaccinated, well, then you have to wait two weeks. And in that two weeks, at the end of that or whatever, within that, you have to test negative. And then after the two weeks, you get to then continue about your life. So those unvaccinated, that 15% of unvaccinated truckers are like, wow, that's going to basically end our ability to be truckers. You can't just take two weeks off at a time right. every time you do half of a run. Right. That's going to make it tough. Yeah. Now, I could be misquoting a little bit of that, but it, that's just an example of their side of things. Like, hey, the mandates are bad. They're going to create way more problems than we think they're going to fix. And our argument is we've jumped through all of the hoops that you asked us to jump through. This this last one is where we're going to say no as 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 a group of people. So the truckers have have said this. We're like, hey, we're we're getting, you know, we're being demonized now. We were what happened to hashtag thank a trucker? Right. Because now if you listen to Mr. Trudeau, the president of Canada, I was going to say I saw an article that he was not happy. He will say that he is now trying to link them with um, the white nationalist people. You know, he is like, oh, you know, this is just a bunch of white nationalists and they are such a minority and this is just a, such a fringe thing. And there's just a few people, you know, just kind of getting together. And, you know, Guinness Book of World Records is saying, well, we disagree. We find this to be the largest one of these in history ever. And the yeah. whole country is getting behind these people. So if you watch global news, the conglomerate, rich people own it, um, you know, whatever, the, those stories are going to be like, um, well, there has been no violence. Uh, we, we, you know, there has been lots of, there has been reports of lots of um, people saying racist things to people when they, when, when protesters are going through their towns and they try to use the supermarket and they're asked to wear a mask. They're, they call them racial slurs. But they don't have any like examples or proof or names. They just say that. Mm -hmm. And um, the, then the other thing is, is there has been no violence, no graffiti, no destruction of anything. And if you look at the leaders and their website and, and their actual, what they're writing, everyone, like here's, here's what we want you to do, everyone, and what, you, what we want you to understand. We want you to understand that we are completely nonviolent. There, no, nothing, no breaking the law will be allowed. And, and, and everyone reading this right now, if you observe any trucker, doing anything illegal, call the police, give them their truck number, call us, give us their truck number, and then we will also call the police. So you got this conflicting narrative. And so then I found uh, Russell Brandt, Ooh, the comedian. Okay, okay, that could be a whole podcast, by the way, because who, Russell Brandt, how did he turn into one of the best reporters ever? Who now has his own YouTube channel where he just does commentary on subjects that people <laughs> want to bring to him. Right. And so he does a deep dive, and he basically did what I did. And so 
he's even said the same thing. And so how he introduced it. So he, you're the Russell Brandt of Montana. I am now the Russell Brandt of Montana. Okay. If you want something researched, bring it to me and okay. we'll get it figured out for yeah. sure. <laughs> Which everyone should know from the previous podcast that Joe is the researcher. Like, holy smokes. I, I just want to like, I'm shout outing Joe right now. Hey, okay. Because you. like you memorized every color, what the fighting forms were. You, you may have called somebody by the wrong name once the, or twice. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. <laughs> um, but, but other than that, like, dude, that was spot on. And so this also is, is right, in, right on par with okay. your, well, with your you. research. And so I'm appreciative because well, it's cool, bringing man. value to this podcast and to our listeners and to me. Thanks, so thank bro. you. So Russell Brandt. I appreciate that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll notice that and try to lean into research projects mm. more. Yeah. Because I seem to like it. You own it. Yeah. So Russell kind of found the same thing. He was like, lots and lots of people are coming to my channel and just messaging me saying, hey, do the Canadian trucker thing. Do that, do that, do that. And he's like, okay, sounds fine. And then um, he, he was like, well, what I do is I go to the major conglomerate news sources and I try to find what's going on. And in America, they, you know, they're kind of following this thing. But what I found was is no, there is, there's not many stories. There's, there's not, they're kind of hands off. And that kind of made me wonder. I'm like, oh, I wonder why they're doing that. And then he's the one that kind of made the, um, the connection between, the, you know, they were kind of treating nurses the same way. And it's just this narrative. And, and it's like, um, and he's, not, he's like, I don't see like evil on maybe on either side. It's just like, um, it's this narrative that they want to use. And it, as long as they have this correct narrative, that's going to push what they want to get done in the long run. So, so for a time, it was really good to like truckers. And, and now that it's not, well, they're evil and, and right. they're fringe and don't listen to them and they're racist. And so um, he, that, that's basically what he found. He's like, what, what I'm seeing here is um, the large news networks, they seem to all think that this, um, this is a racist movement. Okay. And that's what they're trying to tell everyone. Um, but then when you talk to the truckers themselves, when you see all of the YouTube things of them actually talking and, and you see the people supporting them through each town that they're rolling through, because it's quite the spectacle, you, you see a completely different narrative, you so, know, so. So, so I, I know it's kind of interrupting your point here, but are all the truckers, so I thought like they just like kind of parked at the border or something, but they're, they're doing like a tour through Alberta. Yeah, they kind of, they're all, um, they're coming to the capital you know, to basically kind of peacefully clog up, you know, because if you have all those, the whole country of <laughs> trucks just coming to one city at one time, well, it's kind of gridlocked now. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the thing. Um, and, oh, and so it started now with vaccinations. And that's kind of, that, that I believe was the, um, the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, because up until then, Canada was just like, fine, we'll do whatever you want us to do. You say you got the science, we'll follow the science, give us the vaccinations, except for this 15% of, well, truckers. I'm not sure what the uh, country's percentages are. And um, let's see, where was I going with that? Um, the trucker, oh, and so then it started with vaccinations. And now what it is, and why the whole country, or a large part of the country is kind of saying enough, is, is they've turned it into just all freedoms. You know, the, like they're not just saying no mask mandates or no vaccination mandates they're literally saying no more mandates period we're done with your new rules on this subject 
as far as the pandemic is concerned, as far as the entire country is concerned, we're done. Mm. We are going to live now within what we're going to live. A lot of us have gotten vaccinated. A lot of us have not. The people that didn't want to, they died. So we're, they're not going to vote for you. The, the people that are never going to do it, but guess we can't talk them into it. But more than half of us, which is what you said we needed, have done it. And so we as a country are just done. So as of January 22nd, 2022, 83.75% of Canada, Canada, Canada was vaccinated. So as a country. All, as a country. They're good, man. They're like doing better than most countries. Most countries. And so you would say that, and you, you would say that, um, you know, if this church was made up of 85% Christians, still a good church. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good group of that's a good group of people right there. The fifteen percent that are there, hey man, that's that's not a big percent. That's a small percent. Right. Those are the ones that are always going to be there. And that kind of um made me start thinking about like in general how how humans talk to each other. Because it, it seems crazy, you know? But what it reminded me of is you ever been to a debate class? Yeah. Did you, and do you ever remember having to debate something that you didn't believe in? Yes. Or observing someone, like I remember being in California and uh, we were in a debate class and on the other side of the, and we were debating illegal immigration. Mm -hmm. And on, uh, I was, I was for illegal immigration or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I was like, yeah, great, great. That's an easy easy argument fine i can do that but then the person on the other side that that was against you know immigration was um a lady whose family had come illegally from mexico right okay and so she said i i I don't want to i don't want to argue this right because i don't feel this right and the teacher said something to the effect of well you got to pick a side and and the reality was is she did she did have to pick a side or just leave the class crying, which I can't remember what she did. So it's been mm-hmm. too long ago. I can't remember. Right. She was just like, fuck this. I'm, I'm out and mm-hmm. left. Or she was just like, okay, fine. And she did it and was just like super uncomfortable the whole time. Right. Um, but that metaphor, that, like think of that as a metaphor for life. You know, like no, no matter what you think you know or what you think is right, and, and, and maybe most people think that there's going to be a reason for someone to try and represent the other side to, to always have something where, so like if, if we're, if you think you're on the side of reason and logic and research and science and all that kind of stuff, and you think that, well, that's going to be enough of an argument. I can just do research and science and do have logical discussions with people and that's going to be just fine. And people Mm -hmm. are going to react to that. Mm -hmm. That's not true because there's always going to be someone who wants to represent the side of encouraging your initial emotional response to something. Mm-hmm. Like your initial emotional response to something, as we know in our, as, as adults, is usually not the right thing. You know what I mean? Like when you want to yell at your kid, let's say, you, your initial emotional response is to scream at your child when they knocked over your priceless vase mm-hmm. on accident. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you want to scream at them, right? And mm-hmm. then you go, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do that. Okay, calm down. 
let's discipline this child as that would be right in this way and know that they didn't know that that was worth a million dollars and you know try to then you reason you you use logic and reason right and and so but no matter how often you do that there's going to be someone that says well you know what you're you shouldn't try to stifle your anger that anger was put there by in in my example here i'll just going to say in my my version of god put that right. in you why why would you try to stifle I've, I've that had, i've had people tell me that as as a pastor yeah. i'm like i'm kind of angry at this person and they're yeah. like well you need to go tell them and I'm like, well, it's not as big of a deal as that. I think actually in a couple of days I'll be over it. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's righteous, righteous anger. And you need to, you need to let them know because they've, they've hurt you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but like, aren't we supposed to sacrifice and, and be of service and, and uh, a light to people? And if I'm angry at this person, I'm not going to be any of those things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so along those lines, like... What what's happening? I feel in our culture, going with both of these uh, topics we've just chose to discuss, mm-hmm. is that there's always going to be somebody on that initial feeling that's taking that side because that's the biggest thing that gets you to click, mm-hmm. right? Because you're you're making a, a ten second or less response. Or am I going to click on this article or not, mm-hmm. right? Or am I going to pause? Because now it doesn't even matter if you click on it. If you just pause long enough to read the headline, mm-hmm. all the social media apps know that you're pausing while you're scrolling. And so yeah. they're like, oh, this one, this one kept them on here for eight seconds more. So mm-hmm. we want to show them more of this yeah. because we want them on here for 10 more eight second pauses, right? So that we can give them ads. Yeah. And so, so all of that comes down to like people are taking that side, maybe not even because they believe it, but mm-hmm. because they need more people to pause and and click on their stuff and it's unfortunate because i think there's there's we could all come to like logical conclusions without emotion but that's not that doesn't seem like where we go it's hard when the um that that marketing that you're talking about so it's like uh it's like having a friend you know Mm -hmm. so that algorithm is like a friend that friend from high school that was just always up to get in trouble, mm-hmm. you know, and they were always up to let, Hey, let's go mess with that girl that looks vulnerable. Oh, mm-hmm. Hey, let's go steal that thing. Don't you want to do that? Yeah. You know, and that, and that to me, so we have to acknowledge that all of that is in every one of us. We, we all look at that candy bar and go, Ooh, I could just grab that. You know what I mean? But you know, we're supposed to, I mean, we think we're supposed to think about that and go, well, no, there's consequences to that. And wow, even if I grab that thing, how how would that do for me in the long run? You start to think about it. Mm -hmm. But the algorithm now that's, that's trying to sell us stuff is just an algorithm. It's just a, it's just a math formula. And all it's doing is, is, is being that guy now for us. It's noticing, Ooh, I notice I get a little rise out of them. When I mentioned guns, Gun, right. guns, and then religion at the same time, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna use that because I know it's not an intelligent being, right? Like it's not an intelligent being. Kind of. I mean, I mean, it's it's getting that way, but it it, it the intelligence almost isn't sent. looking out for our morality. It's weird because it learns, and you're yeah. right. It, it doesn't care because that's not in the programming. Yeah, the morality of something is not in the program. It's as if it's a person now. And if that person had a parent and, and only was around people who only encouraged this person to encourage other people to do bad things. Yeah. And they just didn't have, they didn't even have the skills or have an example of what it would look like to, to go, well, maybe you should take a breath. 
Think about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So this algorithm is this is this imaginary friend that's been engineered by people who just kind of want to make money. You know? Right. And so what's it's like so to me the evil and dangerous is that it's just a reflection of us. You so, know? So yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's a weird circus mirror reflection. Right? And if you're not aware of it, you just keep thinking like, well, maybe you get the feeling of like, well, if I like something. And, and something interests me, I'm going to follow that. You know, just that, just that ideology can lead you down a path of I'm, I'm going to look for comfort. I'm going to look for the best success the quickest way. And then you're going to just end up doing things that are evil. Yeah. Or just you know, things that, not, maybe not evil, but things that are the opposite that you ever thought you would do. And it's because, let's take the presidency for example, just mm-hmm. as a, just as a goal, like I want to get, I want to be president and you want to be president. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about, I don't know, being nice to people and clean water. And so I already got that subject. I'm already on that side of the debate. You have to choose another side right. or we can't compete. There will be no competition. Right. And so you got to find a way to be like, well, you know, clean water isn't all that good. And here's why. And you, you need you need nutrients in you, your water. You and what are you going to take all the nutrients out? You start with your goal. Right. You know, that thing that you just want. And then you manipulate the logic to get you there. Yeah. Instead of the other side I would see is I would say is observing what is there logically and then and then making logical um plans based on what you see there not what yeah. you want yeah you know like logically speaking i think someone smarter than me should be president so i'm gonna not i'm gonna encourage other people to do it i'm not going to say i want to be president and just want it for no reason just mm, it's mine and then just i don't go to school and do it and just and then if i see someone that's smart and that could could, could be president better than me i'm gonna make sure that i ruin his reputation somehow right and so I start doing all these evil things just to get to the goal. And because, because you, in your mind, think that you're going to be a great president. That's right. And, if right? I, and, and if so I, whatever you have to say and do to get there, that's and, fine because it's going to be benefit, beneficial to everyone. And in, my, in, this, in this weird example, right, let's say you are running against me and mm-hmm. I'm on the side of clean water and being nice to babies or whatever. Yeah. And, and you see me undercutting people and ruining reputations and just being this evil person. And you're like, dude, he's just playing everybody. So I need to do whatever I need to do to knock him off. So I guess I got to, I got to get, I got to get people that think like this to be on my side. And I got to be the anti him because if I'm calling him bad, I got to be, I got to show how I'm the opposite. You know what I mean? And I just think that that's where we found ourselves now in society. And and it's all boiled down to a meme as well, right? And so... Instead of thinking about it, just give it a John Wayne saying and walk out of the door real cool. Right. Because like, um, you know, fake news or um, let's go Brandon or, you know, like these are all like uh, right now the meme that's showing up to me the most and it's it's different pictures and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm not going to take your vaccination... I'm not going to, no, it doesn't say vaccination because that would be, they'd, they'd be able to like cut that out in the algorithm. So it's like the thing that's not protecting you, you're trying to make me take to protect you, but it's also not protect, you know, and it's doing that's like weird, like mm-hmm. bounce through it, but in no, but there's no science it's talking about. It's just a quick little phrase mm-hmm. that to, to anybody is just going to be like, Oh, I agree with that. 
why do I have to take your vaccination if, if it's not protecting you to begin with? And yeah. so I looked at the numbers and um, it, it actually doesn't say just like, here's the number for United States. It actually breaks down every state. And there's a few states that are less than 50, but most states in the United States are above 50% that are vaccinated. Nice. And then when you get into the, the really blue states, I kind of noticed that mm-hmm. they're higher than that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting close to like 80%. When you look at California, Oregon, Washington, Minnesota, some of the eastern states over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to say that like people's beliefs on the vaccination, mask mandates and different things isn't political is kind of funny because the map that shows the percentage that are vaccinated mimics the map of politics. This is true. And so on the right, they have a point. Like big, big money, big government, big smarter people than you that might, that maybe even don't like you, who knows? Um, they have the power to give you information through their perceptive lens, you know, and they want to do that. That's what they're trying to do. And on the other side, there's the people that are specifically also trying to get that same money, but they need to be on the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the guys that are the independent people, like um, in in this very beginning days, this is what I thought of Alex Jones, you know, like right when he was just starting up, he was just like, hey, I also do news stories and this is what I think about him. And I bring on people kind of like a Joe Rogan, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you were thinking, Oh, well maybe he's not so beholden to these huge conglomerates. Yeah. I've read Alex Jones books. I've read articles on him. I followed him a long time. The man's a crackpot. Okay. He's like (laughs) a drunk. who's always got Oxycontin on him or something. Like he's just, he's off his rocker. And he's, there was a point where he just was like, you know what? I also want money and power and influence and I'm going to get it this way. You know, which this wasn't what we were going to talk about, but like brings me to term limits. <laughs> we, there's like there's, pres- presidential. Term? Well, pres- the president already has term limits, but everybody that becomes president has already been in government for 40 years. Right. Right. And so I, I really think and it's not the, the, the save all solution, but if people could just be in politics for eight years. Right. Or, mm. or something, you know, you can only be a state senator twice. You could only, you know, but if, if but it was more like a military service, right? Or like maybe you have to, you have right. to serve. And so, so you get some of those politicians. I want to say the governor. It was either Wyoming or Colorado. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved him, and he was actually right, mm-hmm. right, right winged. Okay, everybody loved him. Yeah, he was like a vet or something like that. He said, "I stepped up because they needed me." Mm-hmm. I've been here too long. I'm gone. I'm not running again. And they're like, what yeah. we want you to run everybody, like yeah. 80 to 90% of people are going to vote for you. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not needed anymore. Yeah. And even if I was, it's someone else's turn. Yeah. And I wish that more people had that mentality. And I think we talked about it before, but, um, Jocko, uh, he, oh. he was on the Rogan podcast and, and Rogan's like, so you're running for president. Oh yeah. Right? Jocko will and, and, and Jocko's like, I'm not needed. If, if, if it comes down to me having to run for president, we're in a bad place. Yeah. Right. Like, he's uh. like, he's like, if, if, if I'm the guy, cause he knows his leanings, he knows the yep. way he leads, he knows. And he's like, if, if our nation gets to where it needs me, we're in a really bad place. Mm-hmm. And so I, that makes me want to have him as president. Even if, if I don't agree with everything he says, mm-hmm. I just want him to do it because it's needed and he feels like it's a service because that's what politicians are supposed to be. They're supposed to be civil servants that work mm. for us, Gosh. right? And it doesn't feel like that when... And, and so this is where a lot of my opinion, not fact about vaccination comes, is like mm-hmm. 
when they try to mandate things onto me, but around 50% of the population isn't agreeing, like, man, aren't you supposed to be working for us? And instead of leveling with you, they just decide, it feels like they all start to say the same thing, making you think like, well, what, what leader guy sent out the email? So they all have the same talking right. point, you know, because right. like Trump side did it, but then the left does it too all the time. Yeah. Everyone's saying the same thing, making you think like, well, are they just taking emails from the pharma bros? And then, because <laughs> because I know those guys are evil and like, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> and and so it's just, yeah, I I think we should transition again. I think we covered this really well, mm-hmm. but I think it's gonna. We'll just keep going down this this path, right? I, I have a thing to uh, get us out of it. Okay. Uh, so so locally, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Go and ahead. It, and it's still on a little bit, a po- little bit of politics. Yeah. So, so to wrap it up, um, I was at a party and someone was like, "Hey, have you ever thought about running for office?" And I was like, "Ooh, I mean, I've thought about it a couple times, but just considering it for like a half a day, like." more than three hours you kind of think about it like oh man let's do this because you think to yourself well i i kind of want to serve and this would be a cool way to serve i was in the military i i could have been an officer i have a degree i live in this town i maybe i should run and then i was like no gosh ugh, it makes me ill to think about right but it, it kind of goes along with what you're saying you know like well, yeah, people people like that should run. Yeah, I wish they would because usually it's people that are like, "Oh, I really want to get on the commission. I just I just want to." You know, like I I don't. I feel like it would be the worst thing that I ever did, as far as my overall happiness was right. concerned. Like right. I have a happy life. I'm I grind beans in the in and and drink honey flavored coffee. I sleep till whenever the hell I want. And I'm a musician and podcaster by trade in the most beautiful state in the world. My life is awesome. Okay. Right. right. Why ruin that? You know what I mean? And then there's a part of me that's like, well, yeah, dude, you've got it so good. What about the others that don't? And you know there's rules out there that you don't agree with, and you're just grinning and bearing it like everybody else. But you've got more capacity to bear things than others. Right. And so why shouldn't you yeah. be a protector and say, hey, you know what? I'll say no to this, and I'm going to stand up for that, and I'm going to get in the get in the actual nitty-gritty in the fight when it comes to these mandates and the people of this city. But I'll tell you, not not I'm not one inch more convinced. Even like, because I know it, I feel it too. I feel, I feel like the city needs different types of people. I don't want it to be me. I oh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. But thinking is that, well, is that does that mean I should? Right. Yeah. And I don't know because I've, <laughs> I've had some very similar thoughts. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, there's there's things in your past that you know are going to be brought to light. You know, I I stole a cop car. Which um, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's things like that that they're going to like then bring up. That I stole a cop car like 30 years ago, you know, yeah. uh, 25 years ago. But somehow that's going to affect my, my leadership ability now. If that's the case, then none of us need to be leaders because we were all doing wrong things. Not everybody. There's probably 4% of people that don't do wrong things as teenagers. But I've had many in my house and 100% of them make mistakes. Yeah. And then I see people like um, locally. So someone who I, who I respect is um, Jasmine, who has a big problem with the local sheriff. You know what I mean? And it's not, like, it's not like I understand and agree with everyone's point of view. 
that's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is she is so courageous. Like I cannot see myself like she does. She'll pick an issue local and be like, this is messed up. Tag who she needs to tag, call out the local sheriff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that takes cojones. My right, because, because you're going to pick a subject at some point where you're going to lose close friends. Close friends, um, co-workers might, might give you the icy shoulder. Yep. Um, even, even confidants who you've trusted with some of your deepest, darkest secrets, you may then take the wrong side from them and then they divulge those things, right? She's even complained and, and had to do certain things to her social media presence because people have been threatening violence towards her just, mm-hmm. and, and just to have an opinion. Right, like they, she's angered people because of her opinion, and and I'm like, I, I want to support her. <laughs> it's almost it's almost as if I don't now care about the opinion. Like I don't like that you're trying to bully her with your all. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bully you with physical violence and just threats of that, and and that's that's emotional violence, you know. And I'm like, you know what? Call me a snowflake if you want, but I also know how to shoot and fight, you know? <laughs> so, so, so here's a good tie-in for these two subjects, right? Mm-hmm. Is Neil, Ron- Neil Young, mm-hmm. who's against Joe Rogan, okay. has, has the right mm-hmm. to have his own opinion. Right. And, but here's where he could... So, so where he did... I feel he did cross line, is my personal opinion. I'm is saying, like... Listen, I don't. Su- he could have just said, "I don't support what Joe Rogan's doing right now. Yep. I'm pulling my music." Okay, but he made a threat. Oh, the ultimatum right? thing. He made the ultimatum, either like either pull me. Joe or me. That removes the freedom of Joe being able to have his own opinion because Neil, you are pre- you are you are right now presenting your opinion, mm-hmm. and and Joe's presenting his, and you're saying one's right, one's wrong. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And so the truckers, yeah. Um, Peaceful protesting is fantastic and should be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, definitely when you feel that, that your rights are, are then overtaken, they're going to cross the line at some point, maybe, mm-hmm. when, when they start making those, those ultimatums as well. And so when they say, you know, like all nurses or, you know, they, they, mm-hmm. right now they're just trying to say, we don't want this last rule and we're against the government making that rule. Yeah. Um, it's not an opinion. Mm-hmm. they're against that and this is the statement that they're making. So they're not really making an ultimatum. They're, they're, I, I feel that they're in the right. I feel that, that they're, they're doing what they should. I'm not even saying that I agree with them. I just say that's how you should handle it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that happened in the United States over the last four or five years. I did not agree with how they were handled mm-hmm. um, because they did result in violence. Mm-hmm. They did result in, in these news stories coming out now of people going to court and people on either side I mean, uh, the, the kid that brought the the Ritten. assault rifle. Yeah, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We should have never had that be a thing. Rittenhouse should have never been a thing. Where right. he felt the need, and he legitimately felt the need, whether whether he he is an upstanding citizen or not, he felt the need that he needed to protect his family's property. Uh-huh. And then he... <laughs> From, from the stuff that I read, mm-hmm. um, was, was threatened violence by people that had bad history, some, some of them being pedophiles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and, and was threatened violence. And, man, why can't we just have nonviolent protests? Why can't we, why does everything have to be, a, that, that's how it feels right now, is everything comes down to an ultimatum. And, and 
Yeah. I, I, I just wish it wasn't. That's the worst way. I've, I've done so much marital counseling. And a wife will say, my husband needs to stop spending money on guns or I'm leaving. Well, no marriage works out that way mm-hmm. with ultimatums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys need to come to a, a rational adult conclusion that here's his limit on what he can spend on guns because this is what he loves to do. Mm-hmm. You just wish the money went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So how can he still get what he wants and you can get what you want? Not an ultimatum of all or nothing. Mm-hmm. That's such a horrible place to have a relationship, whether it's with the government and its people or between a husband and a wife. Yeah. And so I think I'm, I'm envious of Canada, you know, because their movement was not one of um, bullying. Isn't you know, it just so Canada? Like, like not, not like, so like, you remember the Proud Boys? You remember the, the Oath Keepers and just how they dressed? And they're like, what? We, we, we dress like paramilitary. That's, that's not threatening. But you know they're just trying to be a bro. You know what I mean? They want to look tough. They want to look like operators. Canada, on the other hand, with their truckers, who are probably real tough people. Like the one thing that everyone keeps saying about them is how many smiles you see in all of Like they're friendly, they're smiling. And the thing that they're doing, and the thing that um, I guess Neil Young was also trying to do in his own yeah. way yeah. within, I mean, not so politically, but I guess so. Um, he was trying to be heard. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so, so politicians... They're, they are the megaphone. They are the representatives of what our voice is. And when we were like, no, you're not, you're not representing our voice anymore, we actually have to get really creative on getting them to listen to us. Mm-hmm. You know? And so peaceful protest, I think, is always the way to go. Right. Um, it gets tough when the powers that... Because, I mean, it never works. That's the thing. Like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say like, I, I'm going to tell anyone how to protest. I, I want you to protest the way you think you're going to get that thing accomplished because, but I'm just going to warn you, um, the powers that be, the government, like they're set up to quell violence with violence. Yeah. Okay. So that's just going to beget more of what you don't want to beget, you know? Yeah. Every, every reactionary force that is going to come and stop you from being violent is going to react in a violent way. They're just going to up the violence. That's what I learned. Yeah. And, I, I, and I it's, learned just, it's just going to stack on top of stack on top of stack. And I remember and, my training. Um, and if I was called and you have a knife, I have a gun. If you have a gun, I'm shooting you. That's so <laughs> so in the infantry, in the army, when it's called react to contact. Mm-hmm. And what America has is what's called fire superiority. Mm-hmm. And so if you, you're walking along the woods... And you come across uh, 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 a small group, a large group, doesn't matter, of, of people, and they decide to start shooting at you. Mm-hmm. You face where it's coming. You tur- that this, this is literally a drill that we practiced for weeks mm-hmm. in basic training. Mm-hmm. You turn towards where that, that violent action, whether it's a bomb, grenade, you know, wh- wherever that's coming from, you turn towards it, and you unload Mm-hmm. And you, as, as fast as possible, gain fire superiority mm-hmm. so that they feel, oh, we thought it was just eight guys we were going to attack here. There's a hundred, mm-hmm. right? And while you're doing that and you're distracted by this huge amount of, of fire coming your way, two of the guys, they're, they're now coming around and they're, they're behind you now. Mm-hmm. And it happens faster than, than you can think because mm-hmm. you, you just duck your head down because you're getting shot at and now there's people on top of you. Mm-hmm. And it just, that, that's how good we were. And so when you think about the police force coming in and you've just made violence on other people yeah. or property, 
that's what they do. They're, they're going to gain fire superiority. And yeah. I know our police aren't, aren't the military, but it, God forbid they had to call the National Guard. Yeah, and most of our police are former military, so watch and, out. And, and so that's just where it's, that's where it's going to happen. And nonviolent, like, I mean, we're, we're right now, February 1st in, in Black History Month, and one of the most famous nonviolent protesters in, in MLK, still known today. Mm-hmm. And how effective, and we're still seeing the repercussions of his nonviolent protests. Mm-hmm. But how many violent protests have there been that you've forgotten about? Because they were they were quelched by more violence. Yeah. But this nonviolent protest, how many times was was he in prison? I don't know. <laughs> I forget. Uh, enough time for him to write some amazing speeches. That's what I can say. Mm, yeah, he he studied from Gandhi because Gandhi was the first one to be mm-hmm. like, let's be nonviolent and have that spectacle. Because that you know when you when you see mean people with guns beating peaceful protesters, that changes minds and hearts. You know, and and we often just we've talked about this kind of philosophy before. As humans, we take the easy route. Right, mm-hmm. and so it's just easy to be the louder one, to be the violent one, to be the 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 what appears to be the bigger one, mm-hmm. right? But how much time, if you if you're let's say you're for uh, a vaccine, mm-hmm. right? How much time does it take to have a logical conversation with every human being that's not vaccinated? Mm. So long, so long. When you could just like put on a really cool shirt and be like, "Hey, bro, we're like men, okay? You want to yeah. be like us? Yeah, you do." Like well, it, it just, it's just, it's funner. It, and it's so, and it's so much easier just to mandate it. Right. Easy. And just say, you know, you have to like, how about you just have to. Yeah. And so, um, full disclosure, my opinion is I think a hundred percent of people should be vaccinated. But I don't. And, and you know how, like I hear a lot about, well, you know, I'm not going to hurt you if I'm not vaccinated and there's no, there's no real proof and blah, blah, blah. So basically I'm hearing, I'm not worried about your safety. I just want to do what I want in my body. I don't want any vaccinations in my body and I'm willing to take any consequences or repercussions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm the exact opposite of that, but I'm also willing to take any consequences or repercussions. Like if people die, if people, whatever, great. So I'm on the other side, a hundred percent. Like I think everyone should do it, but I also agree with the truckers. I, like I so, also so that, don't, I don't feel like you should be forced. My opinion is, I think you should get it on your own, because you th- also look at the science and you're like, yeah, man, I'm just going to do this because I want you, person who's listening that might disagree with me, I want you alive so I can argue with you. Okay, <laughs> like you being dead is so boring. Okay, right. <laughs> right. Well, and and so like like full disclosure, we've talked about this before. We know where you and I stand, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm not vaccinated, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> that was great timing, Joe. That's me um, not saying anything. Yeah. And so <laughs> so I'm not I'm not vaccinated and it and it's literally because people are telling me I have to because I've been vaccinated every vaccine I've been vaccinated more than 90% of our listeners. <laughs> okay. 90% of our listeners have less vaccinations running through their body than me. Mm. Except for one. And it's the only, well, no, I've been told like in order to go to Africa, you need these three vaccinations, Mm -hmm. but they did it in the manner that is known, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like then I have to show my proof and and here we go, Mm -hmm. right? You have a vaccination card. This has always been something that we have, Mm -hmm. but now they want a whole separate card. That's just for this one vaccination. They don't care about any of the, they literally don't care about any of the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Those have all gone away now. Yeah. I I couldn't license families that 
didn't want to vaccinate their kids. Their kids were allergic. They, um, I had one family in particular I'm thinking of right now, right here in Great Falls, that their, their child almost died from mm-hmm. a vaccination. It was their first child. Mm-hmm. They've since had three. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go to the emergency room again. And so I can't remember which vaccination it was, but that's the only one. Right, that they didn't want, and let's just say it was the measles, mumps one, right? The MMR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the MMR one, but everything else they got. Yeah, because they almost lost a child. Yo, yeah, I wouldn't force that person. <laughs> but if they got it and told me that they were just like, well, I got it anyways, I'd be like, okay, cool, I'm right, ready. right. And I'm, ooh, so I'm not sure. I'm still kind of in contact with them. I bet they probably do have the the COVID vaccination. You know, so they probably that's, do. That's why I say it's a fine line, and I and I agree that we're always going to have. Of this side and of that side, mm-hmm. you know, and it, we just there's no way that I can convince everyone. I, but I can say, like, my opinion is just as strong as anybody else's. Yeah. But I also have the opinion of I don't want to force. So like, it, it's situational. You know what I mean? Like, if 85% of us are vaccinated, I don't want to force people. If 0% of us are vaccinated and people are dying and it's thousands of people every day, I'm, I want forced vaccinations. I would just, sorry. That right, if right. I was in charge, and, like and if you want to vote for me, I would just make you right. at that point. But then those people that held out, the people that had um, sensitivities, you know, I'd, I'd put them at the back of the line. And if science told me, hey, man, that's cool if these guys don't get it, hey. I would, I would look at that and go, fine, I'm not going to force a hundred percent through, you know, right, whatever forced right. well, methods. Like, right? and there, there's, yeah, you, you actually mathematically can't, you can't get to a hundred percent. Right. Cause there's so many babies and dying. There, there's, yeah. There's all sorts of different things. And there are people that are legitimately allergic to some of the things that are in this vaccination. Yeah. And, so. and like you're, you're giving it to them and saying, you know, there's this percentage of you getting COVID, which is less than the percentage of you having an allergic reaction to this thing that you're known to be allergic for. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, yeah, I think that mainly it's not because I don't believe in the vaccine. It's not because I don't believe in the science It's because this is my nonviolent protest for everyone else that, that really does not believe in the science. So you, um, that, I mean, the Canadian truckers are getting a lot of support from America and the Canadians, I mean, I wish they wouldn't choose this day, but they're saying that January 6th is like, they're like, they, they're gaining strength from that day, you know? And I'm like, guys, there was a lot of violence on that day. I mean, I like that you, I like the idea of standing up to your government and saying, Hey, w- this is our message. Mm-hmm. This is unified. There's a million people standing here. We've got our flags flying. We've got our making noise or whatever it is we're doing in a peaceful way, but this is our message. The second they went violent, I'm like, I am not on your team. I want, I want the, I want the opposite now of what you guys want, whatever, whatever it is, just tell me who you want voted in. I want the opposite of that just because your violence and just, just that thing. My, my nonviolent protest is going to be to just become mud to everything you want to do because you tried to bully your way in, Mm -hmm. you know, if it was peaceful, I respect that. I, res- right. I respect being confused about the process. I respect all of, I respect asking questions and, and being angered when you're getting a bullcrap answer because there's been too many bullcrap answers. And I understand why there's so much anger and confusion because the powers that be are like, well, let's tell them this. Ha ha ha. You know, instead right. of like, just, just tell us the truth, you know, stop being so secretive. Stop trying to create a narrative that will work best in yeah. the news cycle. Just tell us the truth. And, yep. and then the next time you ask us to do something like this, 
we can have a conversation yeah. and not like this argument. Yeah, you know? because because don't don't come out and say, oh, we're you know, uh, I, no, I'm not going to go down any of those roads. I'm going to say yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and and also like uh, we have we have at least one business here in town. There's probably more, but uh, uh, Benefice Health mm-hmm. is is going mandate. And maybe even has completely gone mandate to where everybody that works for the hospital has to be vaccinated. Yeah, how's that? Um, Benefice is not a government organization. Now, when you get into health, there's there's kind of a line there. Um, but let, let's just say Albanco, right? The place that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. If they said all of our all of our staff need to be vaccinated, mm-hmm. and we have the right to refuse service to anyone not vaccinated because they do, mm-hmm. right? That's the freedom of owning a business, and and you get to choose your customers. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a, there's been a fine line in there when when Christian cake makers don't want to make a cake for a gay couple, right? Mm-hmm. We've we've kind of crossed that line because you get into some discrimination. Yeah, but I do believe in the right for a business to refuse service to anyone. I don't think they should be forced to serve business to, to, to anyone. And so if, if Al Banco made that, I would support them. Um, and, and also I would not uh, make some stance in front of Al Banco just because I wanted their coffee so bad, right? Yeah, to try to I, I would just be like, no, man, you're, you, you are reflecting your, your freedoms. Mm-hmm. Um, would you get the vaccination if um, all your favorite coffee places required it? Just a you question. Well, just yeah, for fun. yeah, just a me question. I would say it still depends on the, the state of our union. Literally right now, because of the state of our union, it's just kind of a nonviolent protest. It's kind of where I'm at now, if that makes sense. I and like so that I, answer. I, I, would, I would avoid all coffee. Because right now, I, I actually think I could afford a trip to um, Hawaii. And I really want to go hunt Axis deer in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But you can't fly to Hawaii without a vaccination. Son of a... And not that that's the only reason, right? But but I'm I'm like, well, I'll just find somewhere else. There's other places I can I can mm-hmm. go, and that's just kind of how I'm going to handle things. I almost wouldn't take. I, I we almost canceled the trip to Florida. Oh yeah, um, because my wife. So so here's like the big deal is my wife is one of those people that I don't think the vaccination is good for her because mm-hmm. she's suppressing her immune system, mm-hmm. and if. Uh, so, so having MS, multiple sclerosis, means that uh, it, in her case, I, I haven't studied multiple sclerosis, but in her case, it means that her immune system attacks the coating around her nerves, mm-hmm. and and it's essentially like just degrading her nervous system. Mm-hmm. And so, even yesterday, she's like, "Hey, my hands feel weird. I got some MS things going on, right?" Mm-hmm. And so, just randomly, she'll have pain in her back, but it's not real. Her nervous system is telling her it's real, oh, right? Gotcha. It, it's nothing's hurts in her back, but it does hurt because her nervous system is the thing that tells her it hurts. Mm-hmm. So she takes medication every single day that suppresses the, her immune system, that brings it down lower. And so mm-hmm. she just had a cold. I had the same cold as her, and we get tested a lot. And so we knew it wasn't COVID; it was just the flu. Mm-hmm. But um, she had the, the, this cold for three weeks. I had it for three days. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that's what happens. And so if she did get COVID, which she, she's had it, and she was tested, and she tested positive, she did have it. She she recovered, mm-hmm. but it is very dangerous for her if, if she gets it. But it's also it's more dangerous for her long term if she bolsters her immune system and it just completely deteriorates all of her nerves and then my wife's in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and so that's the other reason like i'm not getting vaccinated to kind of support my wife like Mm. she she really kind of can't and so anyway all of that to be said like yeah if every single coffee shop in great falls i would just 
I, I would have some last best conversation coffee at home. <laughs> My wife is a barista. And That's so, true. and so we would, and actually I was going to say when you, when you talked about how good your life is, cause you have honey yeah. coffee every morning. So um, this morning I skipped the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife enjoys it when I do that every once in a while. Cause we can just like stay in bed and kind of have the morning together. Um, and so anyway, she gets up and starts getting ready for work. And I was like, Hey, you're going to, you're going to bring me a coffee. So she goes and gets the drip coffee and mixes a little honey uh-huh. and a little bit of cream in uh-huh. and then does the zzzt frother thing Ooh. and like froths it up nice and so i get this coffee that has like the bubbles on top and i'm like what did you do and she's like i zooped it right <laughs> I, I zooped it and i was like oh my goodness so when you said i get honey <laughs> coffee every morning that's the coffee i thought of because my coffee this morning mm-hmm. i have had two amazing coffees one made by my wife one made by albanco uh honey latte mm. right here that was it's fantastic every time we have it and that is our caveat away from the the sensitive tough subjects but i do like i don't like our podcast being about hard things all the time but i also don't ever want to avoid it and these were two issues especially the truckers like that's affecting montana yeah like that we're one of the main point of entries for truckers to come through the united states share that border yeah yeah and so we we do get a lot of truckers that come through yeah and I kind of like the way that we um, we talk about it like it's a conversation, not not that we've we've taken sides in a debate, you know, like we both had the subject and you it was up to you to give us both sides right. if, if you can, right? And right. then I can give you both sides, yeah. And then we can kind of give you our opinions, but know that our opinions are like just that. Yeah, the, the, we're not we're not trying to state. In, the only facts we're stating is what the. The fact that these people reported. Yeah, we're paraphrasing <laughs> right? phrases. We're, we're paraphrasing. We're, I mean. par- we're paraphrasing what we hope these news articles are, are presenting as fact. Yeah, um, we're trying to then, show you that we're doing a well-rounded research. You know, if you're if, if you're interested in having a conversation and you're interested in listening to us have it, know that you know I'm not just one leaning side. Like I'm not just interested in reading only what agrees with me. Right. And neither is Brian. Brian's yeah. interested in hearing my opinion, and he looks at other stuff and he's you know it's awesome we can we can talk even though that i know brian has certain leanings certain preferences and brian knows that i have different ones and that's fine but it's really cool for me to find those common um the the common lines in conversation and and to talk about like well where are we as a society you know and it's weird to even talk be talking about this other country even though they're so close it kind of Mm -hmm. feels like you know, America light sometimes. Sorry, Canadians. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm but, talking about. But, but in the example of the truckers, like Canadians are so nice. Yes. And to, to then give the example of like, we've had all of these violent protests over the last several years and their, their protest is like the nicest one to come out. And they're like smiling and bringing coffees and holding babies. And yeah. we're like burning down buildings and there's stacks of bricks that they don't know where they came from. But people are just like, oh, I'm throwing them. Yep. Um, <laughs> and the Canadians. And it's working up there. I mean, uh, their president is coming out hard against them. He's trying to push that narrative. but and, and the narrative is, well, it's just a fringe small amount of people and they're like well no it ain't and here's all the pictures of us and we're all here saying the same thing so you got to stop lying because we're yeah. catching you right now we're yeah. catching you in this lie showing how disingenuous you are which every politician is like they they all flip-flop on the issues uh, just to keep it's, themselves it's, it's in, so, influenced it's, right it's so frustrating mm-hmm. and that that was the the thing i was gonna say that i didn't want to really go into is like yeah. so much come has come out from our our medical government uh, people mm-hmm. and and all of the the emails and lies that they've been caught in 
and mm-hmm. they just pretend that they haven't like they don't address it they don't apologize they just they just drive harder mm-hmm. and it's it's frustrating man it really is and that's on either side the both sides do that equally mm-hmm. they're they're caught in a lie yep. they ignore that they're caught in a lie now if if joe rogan was caught in a lie mm-hmm. man would he be held down and and taped down and and he apologized and nobody even asked him to right like yeah um and i'm not trying to build him up he's he's human just like the rest of us but yeah it wasn't the perfect apology but it was <laughs> an acknowledgement of what yeah, he had done yeah and, and a, a promise to improve i wish that we would hear that from from biden from trump yeah. from from uh what's her pelosi i wish we'd hear that from these people and right did you, did you ever see um and I, and so it's not like I watch um, Asian or Japanese or Chinese uh, TV all the time, but um, I, I notice on their news sometimes when a when a big um, mistake happens at a big company, and it and it brings shame on the company. You know, so in in America, if that were to happen, you would have you know you could just think of like uh, Zuckerberg is a terrible, I mean a great and terrible example. That you know Facebook is like caught in a lie. I mean we've got whistleblowers and he's just out there going sorry, um, but you know we're just we're not doing any of that and you just deny 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 mm-hmm. deny and mm-hmm. oh we'll do better, <laughs> whatever. But he just he is like emotionless like billionaire. It was so funny when when he had to like report <laughs> in front of Congress. By contrast. There is um, Chinese or Japanese or in this in this culture where when that same thing happens, they take full responsibility. They have a press conference. They say what they did. They say why it happened. They say what they learned. And then they say, I formally apologize. And then they get up out of their seat and they bow and sometimes get down on their knees, putting their face on the floor. Mm-hmm. for a minute for like just to, and to be photographed and just like we're sorry we're acknowledging this yeah we wanted we want to acknowledge this thing we want to tell you we understand what happened so that you know for a fact that when we say we're going to do better you're going to know like how we're going to try to do better and right. and and take a picture because you know i'm bowing now yeah can you imagine that happen can you imagine um trump or biden coming out saying we messed this whole thing up and i'm sorry and then just bowing we well we might have found like the trick to end all of this is it just if like the top 10 people you hear about in the news and the government that are all a bunch of lying jerks Mm -hmm. if all 10 of them just like came out and apologized and actually changed their ways yeah dude it would change the nation or like like overnight like have that and then have oprah come out or like someone that we all liked it when they were righteously angry at someone yeah and just scream in their faces <laughs> you know and just right. really take it to them for just a couple minutes each mm-hmm. and then have them go yes you're right i'm sorry and just be humble and then because i would feel better i just want one of those smug rich lying people to just get screamed in their face and have to go oh, i'm sorry i don't want them to like necessarily go to jail i just want a dressing down is what I want. Yeah, and and to apologize and be humble and be real. And I only get to see that when they when they cuffed you and you're going yeah. off to jail. Yep. Like I get a little bit of oh look at that you're not so <laughs> anymore are you? 
I don't need that. I, I wish we could stop it way before you did anything to deserve going to jail. Like, right. let's just scream in your face. But now with some of these top politicians, like getting them in jail is impossible. Yeah. No, they've already, like, like, they've changed yeah. enough laws yeah. that they know they can't be like, and, oh, well, I changed a law saying that I can't even be tried for this for, until next year. So yeah, we're going to wait have, this they out. They have enough <laughs> high enough friends and they're the ones that empowered that judge. And, and if you and, say anything, we're going to smack down a lawsuit on you. Which right. is a special technique that rich people have uh, against poor people. So, fr- <laughs> so frustrating. Dang it. Should we run? You know what we should do? How about I run? Not So we shouldn't do it against each other, mm-hmm. but open spots in local government. And then mm-hmm. we'll just be known as the people that lean one way or the other. We'll like be Hannity and Combs. Mm-hmm. Only Combs won't be so nerdy and weak and gangly. <laughs> Yeah, but like, cool. we, yeah, we should, well, we should run for like city council or something, right? Something like that. Where, yeah. yeah. But then I think we'd probably have to stop podcasting. And I really like podcasting. Do you think maybe we could just turn it into a political, I mean, because we'd be so angry maybe at the, because I could, t- I just know that if we did anything like that, it would be stressful. So we'd need to vent somewhere. Yeah, and then we could vent, we could vent on the podcast. Someone would say something about us. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, did you hear this article? And then we could just like tear them a new one. Yeah. Because like we could have so long to explain it. So so what is, if, if there was a controversy to come out for Joe Ryan, what would it be? Um, gosh, probably all the jobs I've held. Um, and and so, so along the line, somebody would probably try to like say that in this job, you took advantage of something. Yeah. Right? I took, right? Or like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm unreliable. Oh, or something. Okay, I see. I, I see. bounce you, around, you from bounce job around to so job. much. Why would yeah. you ever stay in politics and really fix this city? Yeah, aren't you yeah. just a fly by night, some sort of mm. musician oh, that, type? See that? I was trying to think of what mine would be. Mine's probably right along those same lines. Maybe. Yeah, because I think the longest job I've ever had in my life was five years. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you could. You. You know what? I mean, Pence, Mike Pence. He was a. He was a radio broadcaster. Oh. While he was running for whatever, like he was a local guy running for something before yeah. he became a senator or whatever the hell he became, um, and I and I and I was I was perplexed. I was like, wait a minute, that person who I can't stand listening to because it's <laughs> listening to Mike Pence is like chewing on dry cardboard, yeah, and going, hmm. And but he had a radio show that where he talked a lot, mm. and and I was like, wow, that that's Weird. awesome. So. And he used that platform to help him get his own word out. And there's a really intelligent guy, um, the Republican. Oh, I don't want to mess his name up because he's the guy with the eye patch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have his name, but I know who you're talking about. He's from Texas or something like that. He actually has a super interesting podcast. Like he is a crazy intelligent guy. Yeah. And even and I would love to go I would love to get on his podcast or get him on ours mm-hmm. because not only is he really good at debate, like he has all he knows his stuff. Like he knows the history. He knows the politics. So like So he seems like the kind of guy that when he's not presenting facts and, and talking about like his plans, mm-hmm. he's only researching. Yes. The other person who's super good at that, like I would love to see a head to head against that guy and um Pete Booted Chidge. You know, the guy that I think he's the transportation secretary now. Wait, oh, the, the previous one was Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw, yeah. Crenshaw. So, so Dan Crenshaw, super intelligent, um, easy to listen to, too. He's not some old curmudgeon. Um, and he, I thought he handled that thing and being uh, made fun of on SNL really well. 
yeah. you know, he even went on and he, I mean, cause it was not a good look for Pete Davidson. Like he went too far, making fun of a, a, a disabled vet, like a oh, disabled f- Navy seal, funny guy. Okay. <laughs> so that didn't work out. So it was really cool how actually as a country, we're like, Oh no, you can't joke about that, bro. Um, and, and I'm not even a Republican, but I like it. Okay. <laughs> right. And I like Pete. I like mayor Pete. That was his nickname, Mayor Pete. Like, I loved going on to Fox News because um, there'd be clips of him, and you could just like, you can just like Google Mayor Pete taking it to not Fox News, you know, because <laughs> they'd, they'd always ask him some some snide question, and he would just like, just like Dan Crenshaw, he would just like easily bend them over and and wrap them around his pinky, and and they would be like, uh, because he's just like so well-spoken. His right. ar- his arguments are so eloquent, and, and he doesn't leave any room in his argument for you to like poke through and go, oh, what about this? He's already covered that. Sorry, bro. Like, he's too good at this. Right. <laughs> I would love to get those on and see what we could do with the, or see the, those two go head-to-head. That'd mm. be awesome. Yeah. You know, because like one definitely leans one way and is passionate about being a Republican, just as the other one's passionate about being a Democrat and in a, in what I feel is a genuine way, Mm -hmm. like more like what I would, when I was a Republican, what I thought being a Republican was, that's what I see in Dan Dan Crenshaw. Right. Right. Yeah. And he, I mean, he ends up being like a, a poster boy for like, what you should be as a politician and he's and not, so lots of politicians are like i'm not but look at him he's on my side mm-hmm. right like <laughs> like they just kind of point to him and the current problem is is he's not um in step with all every single thing trump ever said you know right. there's there's that group of politicians that they're like well if trump said it i'm i'm behind him so i don't care how weird it is yeah dan's like mm, i also have a brain and some of the things he's saying are dumb and we need to stop yeah yeah you, you <laughs> and got, so yeah. they've kind of put him down a little bit you can't you can't lift him up because he's he's also saying let's use our brains and maybe be real republicans so um, our, our campaign slogan as we run for whatever office in Great Falls or Cascade County or Montana mm-hmm. is um, make Montana real again. Make Montana the last best place for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, all of you out there uh, listening, those of you that we didn't even know were listeners, thank you so much. Uh, your vote is going to matter as we're running for office. Yeah, I'm going to look up... Um to see if there's any open spots and see if we can get our names. I'm just kidding, Melanie, if you're listening and you're freaking out. <laughs> These are jokes. So <laughs> She's like, no. Yeah, you've probably said, we've both probably said enough on this podcast to get us not voted for. They could take little clips of it and go, this is who's running. We go, yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did make that joke. Just make sure to get the sound bite where I smoke weed. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's it's been it's been super nice uh, this last year uh, or ever since January because th- when it became recreational, I've decided I'm not going to even hide it a little bit anymore because I used to just uh, not yeah, talk about I, it. I don't know? think I don't think you should. We um, we had a discussion about uh, drugs and and maybe even illicit drugs in our history uh, yesterday. We we talked about that a little bit, and I, I was pretty I was pretty heavy into the green vegetable um in high school in your younger days in my younger days mm-hmm. uh not so much anymore not that i'm a, i'm not against it at all it's just uh just not my my cup of tea um but yeah you had you had brought up a story about uh dang it 
I can't remember what it was about. I just remember as we were talking about marijuana and other things that we've tried, you had a story related video games. Oh yeah. We were going to share some stories about video games, but we're already at two hours. I think, I think we're okay. We yeah. can save, we can save that for later. Yeah. We can save it for later. I was just looking up. Um, so I, I didn't find out exactly what's open and what's not. Um, because I, th- I saw someone had just my friend, uh, Nick, Nick Henry, he just put uh, put out on Facebook that he's going to start, he wants to run for House District, maybe 22? Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Um, so it must be must be happening. You must be able to file. So if you want to run for mayor, let's say, um, you can, the fi- <laughs> there's fees. You got to pay a fee to, um, to run. So the fees to file are $56.16 mm. if you want to be at the mayor or run for mayor. Okay. Um, or so if you want to like just throw away $56 and 16 cents, cause no one can ever beat the nicest Mr. Rogers mayor that we have. What's his name? I know. Oh, I knew it before you asked me what his name was. Sorry. Uh, mayor, mayor, friendly, awesome guy that's had everything and is just super cool to people and remembers your name actually. Um, and if you want to run for city commission, you would just Bob have to Kelly. How could we not remember Bob Kelly? I don't know. We're, Oh, maybe the absolute eight is um, wearing off. Is there a time That's got to be it. That's got to be it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're at the max for <laughs> our focus. It worked for two and a half hours, guys. So, man, if you need a two and a half hour study session. Yeah, if you're going to take a test, um, if you're going to do a podcast. If you want to run for city commission, it's $37.44. That's what I think. What does city commission do? They... They decide like they um, vote on whether or not like uh, this construction company can and ch- can change the zoning. Right. Of so that you thing. you you make things industrial and residential and business and other and stuff. Like, but so yeah. Some of the taxes that are over those things, mm-hmm. and then also maybe like the final permission of like what new businesses can move in. Who who decides? That? Yeah. Like, well, our whole our whole city is run by not the mayor or the city commission, but there's like a. Another, I can't remember his name, but it, it's a it's a person that we basically hired. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we pay him a lot of money to basically do all of the government stuff. But from what I see, we they they get to get, get together and have meetings and talk and talk okay. about stuff and right. start up uh, little little baby fights with each other and act like big old babies. I guess. <laughs> and if you want to um, run for, there's one more thing you can run for, uh, which might we might look into okay. would be the neighborhood council representatives. Right. Yeah. We've so talked about that. You'd hold those meetings um, that I've never been to. Um, that's the first step that we should actually go to one of those meetings. Mm-hmm. And we're probably in the same house district, but it's $0 if you want to run for that. Oh, okay. So that, that would be I have that amount cost effective. To I have be that exact amount. The, uh, whatever those are called. <laughs> the <laughs> neighborhood council representatives. I have that exact amount of money on me. Perfect. Okay. Well, awesome. We can, uh, We'll look into that, and I'll try to figure out what is the name of that guy that runs the whole town that you guys are like, what are you even talking about, Joe? There's no guy. There's a guy. He's like, and they talk know. about him. The sheriff has pictures with him sometimes. Everyone loves him. Everyone acts like he's like, they, they just treat him like he's gold. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that. Am I speaking out of turn here, you guys? I'm not. Just, just know that I'm not. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it sounds like you do. Because you're very specific about what you're talking about. Very specific about this gentleman. You've got a name. I'm going to name him one of these days. It's like the city manager. That's what I'm going to look up right now. Great. 
<laughs> and then I'm going to see his name. And then you guys are going to be like, okay, Joe, shut up about this. No, you have to know. If you don't know that our whole that's Greg T. Doyon is our city manager. First time I've ever heard that name. So Greg T. Doyon, this gentleman right here, kind of mm-hmm. looks like Mike Pence's nephew. Mm-hmm. I'm being... I'm being hilarious, guys. Just mm-hmm. give me a break. Um, but he does look at that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's probably a listener. He looks so you like need a, to be careful, Greg. You look like a deacon. Okay, you know. Look at this picture in City of Great Falls and know that that picture is probably. I bet you, I find that picture on a wall of a church in town, right there. Yeah, doesn't that look like one? The board of elders. Board of elders. Okay. In the church. So um, basically, what he does is everything. He's in charge of all of it. So I, I would say that our mayor is largely, not all, but largely ceremonial. Mm. So if you want to get the word out about something, you know, just talk to the mayor. Yeah. If you want to get some political stuff done and you want to know where the money's at and you want to know whose vote you need. Talk to Doyen. Talk to Greg Doyen. And uh, if you guys disagree with me, let me know. Because I happen to know that um, we pay him a lot of money, um, and he runs our government, basically. He manages our entire city, and the rest of the people are just kind of there. What I'm going to say, tell you is ceremonially. Mm. Okay. I could be wrong, though. Maybe I'll run on that standpoint. <sighs> Greg's probably a nice guy. I never met him. Yeah. You're probably a super really nice guy. That's why everyone wants to keep you here and having our city run so smoothly. Well, except I don't for know the- how long he's been in office, but... Great Falls changed four or five years ago. It's longer than that. But like, let me look it up. But like, this is where I want to live now. Yeah. And and when I lived here before, I was like, meh, this is an okay stopping point. So it actually says on GreatFallsMT.net that he oversees the daily operations of the city and enforces the policies adopted by the mayor and four city commissioners. So if they adopt it, he's enforcing it. So he's the vice principal. So he's like the president. Well, so no, no, no. Like the vice principal at a school is the disciplinary. The disciplinary, yeah. Right. Okay. And so you have the principal who's like the voice, and he makes like these great statements. Mm-hmm. And when you walk around, everybody gets quiet, right? But the vice mm-hmm. principal, everybody like writes his name in the bathroom wall because they had to go see him because they have in-school suspension, right? Okay. And so that's that's what it is with him. The mayor is like who you see, and you're respectful. But when Greg comes around, you're like, "Oop, I'm in trouble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a ticket for yeah, it could be not putting my garbage where I'm supposed to or something." Yeah. So basically, um, he's from Maine. Um, he's educated. So he's from like a place on a lion. <laughs> <laughs> It was a long pause. <laughs> I was trying to decide if I was even going to give you a fake laugh for that. I was like, mm, yeah, come on. <laughs> so I don't know where, but city manager Doyen has over 20 years experience working with city councils, commissions, municipal departments, administering, supervising budget development. He's, it, he's supervising the budget development, um, long-term planning and staff development. Oh, like, like, like training and stuff. Yeah. yeah so, like, we have staffers that work for the government. Like, he's mm-hmm. in charge of everything. He's just, 
He's the, he's the person that oh, yeah. plans what we should, we're going we to do. get him on the podcast so that he can defend being a deacon or elder at a church. Yeah. And also tell us what he does. Yeah, because he could be like, nope, actually, the mayor does everything. I just get his coffee. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get his coffee, and when he tells me that like this business or this something entity mm-hmm. is going against rules, I have to then go talk to him. I take the heat. I'm actually his hired muscle. Yeah. I'm I'm from the Corleone family. He probably has family. a concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's probably a secret agent. He actually looks like a secret agent. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. I think oh, we've yeah. stumbled onto something dangerous. Um, so if you're listening to this and um, the podcast ends under mysterious means, yeah. look to Doyen. <laughs> he's, a, he's a secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, we, we got to wrap this up. We okay. got to wrap this show up. Okay, I think uh, we've um, done enough to educate people on the local government. The local government, what's going on with truckers, yep. what's going on with Rogan and Spotify, yep. what's going on with the most important out of all those t- subjects, Trivia Night. Mm, Tuesday nights, Mighty Mo, 6 p.m., starting at February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. You're going to love that. Yeah, so you want to be there a little early. You want to buy a coffee while you're there? We'll have bags available. Yeah, we'll have bags bags there. We're going to have hundreds of dollars of uh, gift cards for the winning table. So bring your smart friends, the ones you don't hang out with very much. Bring those guys. Yep. If, you're not, if you don't have somebody wearing glasses and a bow tie at your table, you're probably not going to win. No, they got to kind of talk like this. And this is a weird thing I noticed last night. I got that new, I have a new guitar pedal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was made by, I did some research. It was made by people in Boston who went to MIT. So mm-hmm. I, I, I found a, a video of the CEO of this company. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of explaining the pedal. I like to watch these things on YouTube. And I noticed just his natural speaking voice was like stereotypical nerd. A okay? little nasally. A nasally thing. So, so I don't know. This is my theory. But if you hear someone that speaks like that, it's, I feel like it's because their brain has grown in a way that's like crushing parts of their vocal speech patterns and it's making this accent happen. So you know that that person's going to be smart. So if they sound smart, put them on your team. Mm, okay. That's good advice, Joe. Thank you. Uh, look down in the show notes for a link to Alpen Fuel, where if you put in Podcast 15, you get a 15% discount. They got a new meal out. And they're actually, they just shared on Instagram, they're looking for reviews. So if you tried the meal, put a review up there and help them out. Speaking of reviews, Joe, Mm -hmm. did you know that you can review us on Spotify? Um, Yeah, that sounds like amazing. Yeah. So you can just, if you're listening to the show right now, you can click the three little dots Mm -hmm. and it says leave a review. You can't write anything. You can just click an amount of stars. Oh. So just click that far right star. And yeah. hit submit, and so we can get a bunch of reviews on Spotify. Fifth star to the right, straight on till morning. Yeah. What's, what movie is that from? Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Second star to the right, yeah. straight on till morning. That's how you get to Never Neverland. That, that is how you get there. <laughs> and so if you want to get to the last best place, fifth star. Fifth star to the to right, right, straight on till the morning. Straight on till the morning. That's now our catch line for getting reviews. Kind of like it. You can, you can review us on okay. Apple iTunes as well. We have uh, another discount code down there with Absolute Aid, which we already talked about. So just you can just click the link, put in the code LBC10, you get 10% off. We appreciate all of you guys. Um, this has been a great show. It's been fun. Joe, are you? Are we still friends? Yeah, man. Okay, we're the best of friends. Yeah, still. So, so look at that. We can disagree. You never brought up Calvin and Hobbes. I know. I mean, very briefly. 
very briefly, you so, brought them up. So I'll end with Calvin and Hobbes. Let's end with And it. why I like them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the writer, the originator of Calvin and Hobbes, never sold the commercial rights. That's why anytime you see a Calvin peeing on something sticker, mm-hmm. that is bootleg. Oh. There is no such thing as a genuine Calvin and Hobbes piece of anything. Because he decided that Calvin and Hobbes will always live right where you grew up with them. They're just it's gonna be a comic book. Well thank you, Bill Watterson. Bill Watterson is a is a no one knows where he lives. He doesn't like it when people he's he's hidden. I'm we're assuming he lives somewhere in Arizona in the desert. But he 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 just left this Calvin and Hobbes for us. And I just re, I like reading this stuff, especially when Calvin went on some of these really intellectual rants, mm-hmm. you know, about the universe or about school and learning. Dinosaurs. So, yeah. ma- so many really cool things. I and, had I had a book similar to the one you have in front of you, yeah. but it was every like 10 pages was then the color. And so it oh, was like yeah. black and white for like 10 pages and like three pages of color. And my brother and I, when we'd read Calvin and Hobbes, that used to be a thing that people did. We'd yeah. just skip and just really read the the color ones. They were more interesting for some reason to us. Oh, yeah. And they're awesome. Yeah. So be be more like Bill Watterson. You know, mm. find, find your passion. Find the thing that makes other people happy. And then have that be enough. Don't, don't also be like, well, now I need a yacht. Yeah. Because it ain't about that yacht, man. Oh, and that, that, that's a perfect segue because that's kind of where the podcast is, right? We're not aiming for a yacht. Nah. What we really enjoy and, and are appreciative of, especially in the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of uplifting um, people give us messages that we've run into on the street that have listened. Oh, We're yeah. so thankful for that. And like, that's enough. We appreciate you guys. And that is, that is more than we were even expecting. Right. I, I was never picturing talking to someone in real life that I'd never met before and having them say, hey, I listened to that podcast. Nice work. And that, that's, that's happened so many times in the last couple of weeks. It's yeah. so cool. So we appreciate all of you. Uh, thanks for everything you do to, to bolster this show and get the news out. Uh, thanks for in advance for supporting us at Trivia Night yeah, man. and buying some coffee. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see, see you next show. show.